Of the month, look alive, guys. Come look on, alive, yeah. look alive. Yeah, I'm alive, man. Right. Oh, no, I was waiting yeah, yeah. to my, told my rock star mic, innit? Yeah, oh. man. Oh, scene. We will, we <laughs> will rock you. No, we are we back. Rock you, baby. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Deep, deep stroke December. Apparently, you don't sound, you don't, you don't sound sure, bro. I said, I was, yeah, I was trying to, because we left, no, not November. Now we're in we? December. <laughs> <laughs> I know about you. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. We? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. You're, you're like, wait, what? You know, you asked for subscribe for the mailing list. I don't I listen, no. No, thank you. Yeah. No? Okay, cool. Okay, so deep stroke November, um, December. Okay, cool. We'll see. We'll see for my brother and I. I hope you guys have a good December. You and too. it's full of uh, wonderful blessings. Yeah, same to you, friend. And you as well. Just sipping your drink now as well. Yeah, feel free to join us at any point when you know. Thirty-one days left, man. Bro, have you guys done your Christmas shopping? We started. Uh, brother, brother, relax. In this economy. <laughs> yeah, start, if only, start, a, only a select few will be getting one this year. But if you started early, you could like do a few bits by by clowning and that. just do some online shopping and that quickly. I hear it. Listen, when it's hey, listen, cost of living. Squeeze and low key, yeah. And, it's a crisis. Yeah, it's gonna sound bad, but like crisis. anybody got any number. This year, we can skip you in it. Oh, one of them ones. <laughs> yeah, 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 Is that what we're doing? It's only for the picnic. You know I hear it. I hear it. Oh, no, the parents ain't getting none. No, they're yeah. getting Like, goes without saying. Wait. <laughs> no, Wait. I was going to say something crazy. No, they do it. <laughs> Wait. Because <laughs> you're supposed to say, oh, like, children and elderly. I was being silly. No. Yeah, if you've if you got NI number this year. Mm. No, nah, man. Everyone has to manage it like that, man. Yeah. We're, giving so, it, we're giving each other love this Christmas. Are you yeah. a person that gives to receive? What context? Oh. <laughs> but grow up. Hey yo, hey yo. Just grow up. <laughs> huh? Just grow up. Grow down, man. Fuck <laughs> 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 about grow okay. up, bro. <laughs> Life is stressful. You want me to come here and be serious? Okay, go off. Um, no, I don't give to receive. No, I wouldn't do that. Like if I gave you a Christmas present or I gave you a present and I didn't get one back from you. Mm. No, no, no. Ask me in a okay. few months. In there, yeah, feel the way now. Maybe I'm being too much odd. <laughs> Nah, I don't do that. Like, yeah, if, if you ain't got it all, like, whatever is the case, maybe in it. Like, I can it is low. I understand why some people are like, but I actually can't live like that. But because if, I, if I'm giving, I'm giving it because I, it's something you want. It's something I want. I, I want for you. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, man. I agree. I just don't believe everyone when they say it. Oh, they don't. Oh, about giving to receiving stuff. Yeah, but you know, okay, cool. 
context of like being in a relationship, it's hilarious in that dynamic. Because you get given like your Valentine's, your um, Christmas, your birthday present wishes from your other half. Mm-hmm. Usually, a woman really early in it. Like they let you know some super early in it. And sometimes as men, yeah, I've been guilty of like, I don't really want nothing or like, like the small things. Like I, one of my best presents recently was a dressing gown. Okay. I wear that shit all the time. It's got my name on it. I love it. it. It's like, it's a part of me now, isn't it? Yeah. But in terms of uh, monetary value, <laughs> I know it's not as high as some of the other gifts that I've given out in it. So, right, right. But I love my gift. Yeah. But sometimes it's like they're like, ah. Nah. <laughs> nah. But you don't have to match like, like yeah. for like in terms of how much it costs. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's about, I, me personally, yeah, like there, there has to be a balance because if it's something that's expensive, I know that you're not going to wear it all the time. But yeah. I like to see the person that I got the gift for wearing what I bought them all the time. Yeah, Vans bought me one of them like black G-Lay things. <laughs> and, when I, and when I got that shit on, that's when he posts me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you wear that shit. Yeah, that yeah, means yeah, that yeah. you liked it. Yeah. Because like, sometimes I don't even like asking people what they want. Um, yeah. I tried to kind of like gauge. And also it's a good test of well, how well you like. know someone as well. Yeah. yeah. To see like, okay, cool. That's when you fuck, around, fuck up and like you come on with like purple Uggs. <laughs> and then she's like, nah. <laughs> nah. Well, that's for the man them that don't know their missus. Bro, you see them. We, bro, I've been out there with them before, like um, on the 24th of December. And we're all standing outside office wait, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to get in. What's and your, what happens is... When what's your success rate though? What, with, with the last minute thing? With getting... Um, women gifts. Uh, I've got, I've got a good. I think I've got a good gauge. Yeah, because my thing is, if if I've not had the gauge in regards to early doors, what you want, mm. when I have thrown money, the problem <laughs> it's stuck. <laughs> and and ladies, if you don't like it, man, you be honest. Yeah, don't grit your teeth and like fake like it. Me. Yeah, or just wear the thing the one time you see me in that. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> These times you never wear them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably sold it. Ah, how do you guys feel about that? Like, um, so two things: regifting gifts or selling the gift. So I've got some shoes that I'm that are currently on Depop right now. That was that were gifted. They were gifted to me. Yeah. Who were they? I'll, t- I'll tell you who it was but, after. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? Yeah, I feel like Mac. every every now and again, a little one to find. But I know someone that is a serial re gifter and will resell their gifts, and I think it's it's quite trashy to be. But it's yours. It belongs to you. No. It belongs to me. No, but every single gift, it's a bit much. Like, oh yeah, I, d- I don't want this, so I just I put it on Vinted. I put it on Depop. It's on eBay now. Like, what do you do when the person comes to visit you and they ask about the gift? Like, that's what I'm saying. Everyone once in a while. Nah, but the, that's like, policing oh, now. That's policing. Every gift, what? every single gift. That's crazy. I'm gonna come to your house. Um, so, <laughs> like, you just got here. Can we <laughs> talk about the economy? Can we talk about the geopolitical so, uh, crisis? <laughs> Where is uh, yeah? Where are those? Where's the coat that? I've yeah, got? yeah. Come on, it's man. Privacy. Like, no, yeah. It's away, isn't it? The thing is, it's yours, isn't it? Like, but that that example is brazy. If the person's always giving stuff away, that must mean either they're horrific vibes, horrendous vibes, or the people that are getting them gifts constantly don't know them. Yeah, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Is, is the truth somewhere in the middle? I'm not, not going to add anything further to this story. All right, cool, cool, person, cool. But yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I think it's a bit. Oh. When was the last time you got a good gift, Chris? <clears throat> um, recently, actually. Okay. Yeah. Care to share? Um, yeah, someone got me something that was really thoughtful, and I was like, wow, that is fantastic. 
<laughs> Looking forward to <laughs> What? What type of vague BS is this? <laughs> bro, get out of HR, bro. <laughs> Someone got me something many moons ago. <laughs> which were really which was really thoughtful. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Wow. Do you know what? Fantabulous. Yeah. Thoughtful gifts are the best. They're no, the they, best. Are, they are, they are. They are. But like, cover me in a mirror sometimes as well, isn't it? Every day a mirror. Okay, so, oh, sorry. Fendi. Fendi Gucci. What a black Louis. What, what about a black owner? Prad Benja. Thank you. Trapstar. I've got a bone to pick with Daily Paper. Oh. Okay, pick away. Obviously, everyone knows I'm Congolese. <laughs> Proud. Proudly. Um, and I, I think we're orange and blue in ages. <laughs> Chill out. If you, if, <laughs> Yellow and green. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow, green, and red together is crazy. Fair. Yeah. Good. So uh, they launched a campaign recently. Okay. Um, honoring like um, you know the sappers and the sapology and stuff. Yeah. Um. And they were playing like with the, the whole campaign or playing like um, because there's two Congos, the, the Democratic Republic and then you got just Congo, Brazzaville. Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, cool. Like they're playing like um, they're playing the bangers from your from DR, in it okay. DRC. And um, so I'm like, I'm excited for this collection. I support this wholeheartedly. Um, and then I went on the website and there was just none. <laughs> What, what do you mean? Catered to DRC. Sorry. Oh, oh. It was the other Congo. And I was like, rah, I've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. <laughs> Led astray. <laughs> wow. Daily paper. Yeah. Used That's like people making a mistake with the whole um, um, Dominican Republic and Dominica. People, people, people. Did you not see Issa Rae's post recently? Yeah. Like, I'm not where you guys are. Yeah, but like, I think. I, I can't speak for anyone here, but. Like over in the US, I just uh, like they just don't know stuff. Acknowledge the rest of the world. All right, fam. Shit on our US listeners. Shout <laughs> to the US listeners. But Fair. you know, you gotta be you gotta be uh There are times know. online where I'm like, wow, the education out there is a bit brazy. Yeah. Dominica and um Dom Rep are completely different. Yeah. Um in in many forms. Whereas Congo and the Democratic Republic of Congo, very similar, same language. Okay. Landlocked, like literally, um, is only bordered by like a river. You can see it from where you are. Oh, so you can in, wave in, to your cousin across the. I mean, <laughs> maybe if you've got a binoculars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like, it's it's very close in yeah. culture. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it's, it's it's pretty much more the same. So if someone got them confused, you can understand why. Yes, okay. absolutely. Um, however, you have to be from there to kind of. Um, differentiate and get it and understand the differences the, the small differences okay um, but still like come on man yeah. like daily paper man like wagwan fam oh, are, you, are you boycotting daily paper because we can, yeah, we can like, talk about absolutely not. a little bit later like, and stuff absolutely not okay cool <laughs> because I see them giving other influence I see people be, be, be posting from daily paper me too I want to post from there listen you know, man nah, they, they, they make good quality clothes man so yeah. and two young um, two or three young black brothers from Amsterdam from Amsterdam yeah yeah, yeah so man they like, got the finger post I look like it's always it's always interesting to see what's the next uh, brand that the man them kind of flock to and at the minute it feels like outside of the obvious designer ones like it feels like that's the one that a lot of people um, are rocking with and of course you got your street hair brand like your, your, your trap stars, your Ben Jarts, all that stuff in it, so. Big them all up, man. Yeah, they're doing their things. But um, hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. We are back. A good, honest conversation. Never hurt anyone. Yes. So listen for the first week, my name is False Forever. I'm Mr. Vance. 
Shout out to the Chrissy Hive. Hey. Chrissy Hive. A.K. Young Rapunzel. Hey. Come on. A.K. New Hair, New Me. Tangled in that. Jesus. Mm. It's so long. Okay. It's so long. Like, your, it, Can you feel your brain? <laughs> I can feel it in my brains. <laughs> it's, I've like, since coming out of the chair, yeah. I've realised that this is actually impractically long. Okay. And I did feel that, like, when she did the first braid, but I was like, oh, thank you. Uh, How long's your hair currently? Peer pressure got you. Um... Tickling my ass crack. Oh, oh so whatever. You're so interested. The cufflinks will understand that wants, one. When she wants to omit information, <laughs> when she wants to give us extra information, <laughs> it's interesting to see. I'm putting you on VAR for the rest of this episode, yeah? <laughs> Tickling your ass crack. That's what um, Cardi B said. Okay, you're down with the kids. You know, you know yeah, the raps. I um, hear you. So. This is a music podcast after all. It, it is indeed. You know. Do you know what? Drag you know what? You're right, innit? You're, you're right. Thanks. You're not going to hear it often, but you're right. Thanks, guys. I think I know what song she said it on, actually. Of course you would, Holy Man. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a popular song. Yeah. What song good. is it? The Glorilla one, no? Is it? That's the is one. Is that on her verse? That verse is cold. Yeah, she went in, yeah. so, you know. Yeah. Well, nice to have you. Are... It's nice to be here. Yeah. You look fantabulous. Your face looking very fresh. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we've got family in the room. Yeah, man. Yazzie, a.k.a. Yaz Minister. Yazzie. A.k.a. Long Time I Ain't Seen You. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a while, man. So I was I was recently it. reminded of the last time she was on Off The Cuff. And like, <laughs> yeah, the back-to-back between you and four. Yeah, it no, you, you, you know it is. No, can, can, we, can, can, can we just say, yeah? Can we just say, she had actually, she's actually been on, since then, I'm sat, I'm wearing like um the black and orange night track suit. She went like a brown mustard jumper. Ah, yes, 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 yes. In, I yeah, do believe yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Do, yeah, yeah, so, you've been, yeah. So, so just, you know, in case there was smoke, there was residual smoke from before. Right, right, right. I love you it and was, we're friends. Yes. It <laughs> Why was. don't I ever get that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, what was it? It was all about, what program came out at the time we we're talking about? Um... I don't even know. Let's uh, leave it in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I'm trying to, I, was, I was trying to test my pod <laughs> knowledge. But this episode, we were talking about there was a... Like, I wanted to come in to see us. What, 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 when you lot were going back to back or when? No, about the last time she was oh, on the podcast. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot what we were talking about at the time, but there was something you was working on, something you was involved in that we were speaking yeah, about at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, you know, um, for anyone that's not aware of who you are, um, remind the people what you do, other than, you know, having nice rosy cheeks, beautiful oh, smile. Um, oh, who are you? Oh, Go on. It's too easy. <laughs> Let them know who you are, bruv. Let them know. <laughs> All right, where am I looking? Am I looking at the I'm looking at you. I'm speaking to Mike. Cool. I am Yasmin Godo. Um, not Yasmin Good, as uh, Well, Goody. No. Set good. <laughs> I mean. Just mad, <laughs> white, <laughs> mad, mad, mad whitewashing of the surname. Yeah, in that. <laughs> yeah no, it's peak. It's so peak. Well, 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 we, we glide past that. Yasmin Godo. Um, I am a... Uh, director, it feels odd saying that. Yes, yes, it yes. Feels, it feels Talk really up things, then. What, young Hat Williams? You know, <laughs> 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 soon come. Bro, take these accolades, bro. Soon come. Nah, it's crazy. It feels odd. Like, I've, been, I've spent seven years as a first AD. So it's like, okay. even even now, even with that out, like, I've, I've still got first AD in my bio because that's been my bread and butter for such a long time. And what's um, first AD for us laymans? I don't know what that is. Okay, so first assistant director is the person who is like, the right-hand person to the director on any shoot. Right. Um, so whether that's film, TV, commercials, music, video, um, fashion, editorial, whatever, there's majority of the time a first AD, if there's, if there's budget 
for such. Okay, yeah. Imagine sit a little bit full forward in your suit. Yeah. All right, cool. So we can. Yeah. <coughs> yeah so, um, a first assistant director is the person who is cracking the proverbial whip to get everybody in gear to make sure that we're running on time so that the director... Oh, so you're a bad cop on the day? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the bad cop okay. all the time. we got a bad rep. So a lot of the time, people are always like, oh, you're, you're, you're actually good vibes. Like, yeah. Because they're meeting you in a professional capacity where like, you've got... Yeah, where lines. work is work. Yeah, but but the thing is, I think a lot of, a lot of first ADs are not traditionally very nice people. So when they come across myself, I think stereotypes and just the, the, the additional stereotypes that come in a role they're expecting somebody that's just not not really it okay. um so yeah like it's 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 afforded me the luxury of working with a lot of people um i have stopped posting on my social media quite a long time ago because i couldn't keep up with the amount of work that i was doing and then posting stuff um uh i've done or worked on campaigns of like raheem sterling uh Brie Larson, who was Captain Marvel. Um, I'm trying to think how some stuff with Ian Wright. Um, Jeez. More recently, Lil Sims. Yeah, seven years worth of credits, man. It's, it's, a, it's a long list yes. to, to remember. So, yeah, having recently directed something, that's, that's, that's the direction I've been wanting to pivot in for a long time. And so now it's finally... So here. now it's director in caps. Um, hey, man, director at the helm. And writer. Yes. Let, me, let me put that one there. And yeah. produce. Yes. Oh, you yourself. You moving like Tyler Perry with the Amazon deal. You want to write? You want to produce? You want to act? Yeah. It's mad because I've I've got producer credits under my belt already in it, and we um I worked on a BBC new creative short film um during the pandemic actually. Yeah. And we got shortlisted for um something called the British Arrows, and that's an award ceremony that was founded in 1976. So they're quite a big deal in the commercial space, and um. Yeah, we got shortlisted for the awards. For what? What was the thing? Um, it was a short film. It was a short film that I'll we sit, made. Sit forward in this to make sure people yeah. don't hear you. I'll, mm, I'll, 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 I'll match your energies, you get me? Mm. You know, like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Shrugging yeah. the shoulders and that. Something like, yeah. Dirt for your shoulder. Yeah, so produced produced a short film that did quite well. Um, and yeah, we went to the awards ceremony. Very interesting. Um yeah, it was it was a cool experience. Not as diverse as I would have liked to have seen, but you know, it was nice to be in the room. Um, as it was a bit lemon and herbish. Little bit, little mm, bit, mango know. and lime. But but as 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 the minority, you know, you do feel a sense of pride that like we got here in it, you know, and we had the off money to afford to buy our own ticket. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was a good show. Yeah, that feels like a shot. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna throw the shots because I feel like there's a lot of black creatives that are doing the work to get in yeah. the room. And it feels like despite doing the work to get in the room, there's still a bit of a disconnect. Right, okay. You know what I mean? So you guys will get the, if I'm right, if I'm reading correctly, probably like if we need to do the tick box exercise to make sure we're hitting the quota, you get the call up and stuff. That's what it feels like. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Um, yeah. Anyway, that yeah. was just an introduction. I feel like I've hijacked the mic. No, so. no, 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 man. Like you're We're here, here to, to talk about the thing. Yeah, yeah, here to talk about the thing. Obviously, we'll get into everything, but I just wanted to remind the people if they if it has been a while since the last time he's on, after hearing for the first time. I yeah. Know. So our our director, Bridget, you get me. Mm. Cool. Well, I realized you asked what's the difference between a first AD and a director, and I went off on a bit of a bit of a tangent. No, but you, so you know. First AD manages the schedule; they keeps everyone in line. We're like in an office environment where the project manager, so we're 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 pushing everything forward to make sure we get there. And what's the, the, what's, the, what's the day rate saying? Because the streets saying project managers be earning bare coin. 
We we earn good coin. Okay, yeah. cool, The director is the person who is in charge of the creative that the first AD is pushing the schedule to make. So, yeah, they're 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 the vision behind pretty much everything. If they've written the script, then they're creating what we're seeing as a whole, and that's what basically gets brought to your TV screens or your YouTube or you know your Spotify. Yeah. So. We're proud of you, man. You know, I know, like, Thank we'll you. get into everything. I know the journey's been long, saying seven years of graft and that. Mm. Technically, maybe even a little bit longer, isn't it? That, it? That's seven years officially. That's not counting the time I went to union was doing other jobs in the in the process, trying to get into yeah, that yeah. space. So, mm. yeah. 10,000 hours, isn't it? That's what mm. Hey, listen, man, you've got yeah. to put in your graft and, yeah. and um, you know, you, you finally get to a point of, like, where you've kind of been aiming to get to. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if this was, were your aspirations from the start to get to this point but obviously with being a first AD and I've actually been on set with you and watching you in your element and stuff you ain't even like when I was on set with with Yazzie like she wasn't even officially the first AD there she was sort of like mentoring someone else okay in the process and I was just like and you can see how she just commanded the set and you know like just I was like, yeah, I can see why people fuck with you, man. Like, yeah. obviously, I fuck with you, so that's, yeah. like, already a given. Mm. But, like, in a professional setup. Um, but, like, you know when you see someone in a professional setup and you see, like, a lot of their personal attributes bleed over into, like, what they do, like, yeah. you know, um, on their day-to-day, um, I can see why you've um, not only just got to this point, but, like, why a lot of people really respect you in, in, in the field that you're in. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, it's been a pleasure to watch, man. I like seeing my friends in their element and that doing yeah, their man. thing and that. Cool. Do you know what I want to do as well? Off the back of that conversation, yeah? I don't know if you guys seen this clip of Remy Ma. She's on a podcast with Don't Call Me White Girl. You know, the um, yeah. one hand um, on neck, one hand on frontal. Okay. She's got a podcast, isn't it? Um, and the clip that was posted was her talking about... Um, the state of... The state um, of... It's kind of state of female rap and like where... Like the things that she might have had to go through. You were talking about doing it for seven years and the years prior. Mm. So she was talking about like the rappers, basically saying like, yo, some of the you girls now, they can just come in, not really have to put in the graft. Yeah, and she was like, well, the stuff she went through, people like maybe MC Light and that might not have had to go through. Like they kind of paved the mm. way, like talking about that because um, I think it's all part of the conversation. I don't know if she's um, sweetie. Um, Sweetie. Sweetie, yeah. Uh, two, two racks? Sales? Two K? Uh, in her first week. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, I mean, should it be harder? I'd, is it I'd, too easy? To be Are honest, the entry points too low? I'd, 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 I haven't seen any. I've only just seen tweets about it. I haven't seen like. So you're saying it could just be a lie? I don't know. <laughs> could be a rumor. I don't know because um, Sweetie is someone that came out um, practically out of nowhere, in in my opinion. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know her prior to. I even forgot the song. Um, but out of nowhere, she just, you know, became like someone that, you know, was doing really well. Yeah. And then she started dating Quavo and, um, obviously that did something to, yeah, that elevated you, added to your celebrity, a lot of these things. And then she had the song, um, the best friend song with Doja Cat. That was huge. Yeah. So then, and then she had another song like not too long ago with her. So I'm thinking... All right, there's no way that you can drop a project off the back of this, especially like when um, you've got all the visibility in the world, like at this present moment in time, 
Um, so then to drop a project, which I'm not going to run to, <laughs> like I'm not. Um, doing 2K is insane. Yeah. In your first week. I think, it's, and it's also relative to like how big you are social media yeah. wise. I mean, that's what it's more of. We a, can't be doing better numbers. <laughs> don't, don't, bring, don't bring us into this. I don't want to catch no residual smoke, bro. But I'm just I'm saying. I'm just here to report the news. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like someone of that stature in not necessarily music, yeah. but how things are nowadays is like a lot of like the social media stuff translates towards um, how well you do sometimes. I think people hope, I don't think it actually does a lot of the time when you actually really check it. In terms of like, for it, it doesn't, it does in a sense where you shouldn't be doing 2K. Because they say good engagement is like between five and 10%. If you're doing above that, that's crazy. So in, in that way, actually, 9% of people, if not more than that, are actually not going to be engaged in what you're doing. Yeah, I mean... It's not going to translate into sales and stuff. 2,000. Like, it's 2, not, but 2,000. But she might just be a singles artist. Like, she might just be a singles artist. Not everybody Fair. can shift albums. Fair. We don't have is it an album or is it a mix? EP? Anything that's releasing on, on digital streaming platforms. Oh, like, <laughs> that's what, original music. No, but what did her... What, I don't you know, know it what... Could, it could just be an EP. It could just I, be promo. Yeah, because I don't know what too. her um, her label situation is saying. True, I don't yeah. know like what's going on with that because... It, she could have been with a label yeah. when she had all the stuff that I was talking about previously yeah. and now she doesn't. Yeah, she might have which, the support, the marketing, the promo. Which, which, okay. is, a, which yeah. is a a big difference. But like you said, two racks. But two racks, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, I, like I don't know, man. Yeah. It's um, just interesting. It's just interesting because I didn't know if that, because I haven't watched the full podcast, I didn't know if that was linked, but I just, that as like a case study, like, I can't imagine me in my early days listening to like something like a Remy Ma and then later on down the line you get a sweetie which is, for me, it's not their off ability. It's their off look mm. and yeah. you have eyes and ears on you. And also we're kind of open, more open to women now, isn't it? It's not just one at a time we are in terms of rap. We're definitely more open to women. You can just have the Insta babes do, okay. name, name an Insta babe that you might like. If she decides to drop music now, there will be some level of support. Yeah, yeah okay. so this is where a lot of the Remy um, conversation was stemming from. Yeah. The fact that like, um, the question was asked, um, you know, would you think of like the current, state and structure of the game yeah. where like a lot of these young women they can just have like one song and then all of a sudden they're on yeah do you know what i'm saying whereas like they were trying to compare it to her day where she had to really graft yeah, yeah. you had to really graft like you were in the midst of all of these niggas <laughs> that were trying to like Get on themselves. But it's true though. Yeah. It's true. Like she had to, she she was probably like the only one, the only woman in, in these rooms where she had to like Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine out. there was many women in Terror Squad. I can't imagine that there was a, a lot of guys <laughs> Why in Terror Squad. A lot of girls in Terror Squad. Yeah, yeah so, um, but she, she how she answered the question was um, with Very a lot of grace. Yeah, yeah so like, it's true. Like, yeah, it should be easier now. It should be like, easier. Also, it's progress. Yeah, that means like, you know, the, the, the industry is like um, elevating in, in in a sense where like um, a lot of the women are getting more opportunities. Yeah. Does it translate to towards abilities? I can't confidently say that because, um, but the it's changed. It's just well, changed. Some could, they might, I don't know if we'll do it now, but there might also be an angle and argument for in the long run, it might end up actually hurting more than helping. Yeah. So because if like, if you're part of like a marginalized group, so like women in rap have not really got a fair shake across the years, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So what then happens is we have one, so you have to do a lot more to get through, or well, there's a lot more barriers and gatekeepers. We're now in a space where we're open to a lot more. So it's not just Nicki Minaj, it's all these other girls that are rapping. 
But because of that, one in my opinion, one could argue that the expectation on a level is a lot lower. Yeah, because because you, because you just want to like remember you've not it's not been fair for you, so we're not necessarily overly care now. Stand here, look pretty, find some bops. You and go, if you say anything about your hating, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what I really want to say, some of this stuff is cheeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, and you know, we're, we're, we're seeing um, people like Glorilla. Um, I can't. I don't even know the other girl's name. There's this young the girl called Lola, Lola Brook who's got. She's the hard. Lola's cold. She's hard. It also shows like with a man as well. You have to have a certain level of like, masculine energy sometimes for us to take you in. Like, if you've got the deep voice, if you've got the raspiness, you've got the growth, you're talking street shit. It's a bit more like we're we're but probably a bit more prone to take you in. Like if you do the overly sexual thing, you will get our attention. But I don't think that's going to keep us super super long. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you go back to like the golden era, for example, yeah. uh, Lil Kim and Foxy Brown, like they had a, a deeper type of tone to their voice. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. all the way deep, yeah. but it was like the, the tone was like, rah, like man can rap, so take me seriously. And it might lend to your point about if you're one of the few girls around all the guys, there has to be a certain level of aggression and yep. like stamp your authority. Yeah. You've got to hear me in this room. Even it? sexually, like some of the bars were quite ag- aggressive and I was like, rah, what? This could be, hey, yo. Darling, can you, can you like, at least <laughs> romance me a bit? Can you, can you lighten the tone? <laughs> yeah, can you be a bit aggressive, babe? <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, is that they could rap and, you know, you had um, um, other women rappers from elsewhere, not just necessarily course, the East course, Coast, yeah. New York. You had um, the Brat, for example. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. another one that could rap. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and... Um, She's the first um, female rapper to go platinum. Thank you, Room 187. Um, Who's that? The Brat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Brat saw success. I think there's something to be said about... I don't want to go too far back on your point because I didn't quite agree with it, but it was like, mm, where's the statistics? The kind of kind. What's that? What's the point? If you if you want if you want to fight, no, no, no. Part two, yeah. It's not everyday smoke. Let's not do this, please. Yeah, it's not everyday smoke. What 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 point did I make that you didn't agree with? Listen, no, no, no I said I didn't quite agree with it. Yeah. Why are you trying to draw me up? No, I'm just I'll just remixing it so we can fight. You <laughs> see this guy? Yeah. No, just just for, with regards to kind of stand there and look pretty. I think what it comes down to is more about how it translates from being very dope at ciphers into well-selling singles. Okay. Because um, Meg The Stallion caught my attention with her ciphers. Yeah. I am a fan of her as a businesswoman. I'm not going to pretend that I like all of her music. That doesn't change how I feel about her as an artist. Yeah. I'm just not quite sold on the singles that have been presented to me. All of them. Yeah. A lot of them I do enjoy, but ma- yeah. majority is not quite for me. And that's fine because I'm not quite her audience. But when no, I think no, about, no, not quite. No, I think that the the tool the tool element is the only thing that draws me into that crowd. But okay. away <laughs> away from that, I think who she was when her street ciphers. Um, she's standing in the car park with the guys. Yeah, behind her, yeah, is a very different kettle of fish to yeah. who she is across her singles, and I feel like there's certain things with that that like Lil Kim was doing that she was still bad B but she still had the mandem around her. Same with Remy Ma, same with the brat, that a lot of the, the gyalem now are not quite doing that. And so it switched up a little bit is that they got a lot of their, like, their street galley behind them. Like Glorilla's lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, which, yeah. which still gives it a very raw element that still feels very hood-esque. But because of TikTok and because of the, the replayability of like we're getting, what, 15-second, 30-second um, repeats, 
yeah. we've already got the song stuck in our head. So it doesn't matter if that was just a cipher. It already feels like a single because of the fact we've got that repetition. Mm. Whereas I feel like the generation that came just before them, i.e. the sweeties in code, they're not quite part of, they're not part of that TikTok generation. Mm. So to they, they got stuck between that element of cipher or single. And so if you didn't quite make it between the two, then you're almost stuck nowhere. So I feel like they have set precedent for the TikTok um, gen that are coming through now and how they're translating that into their music careers. But um, I do feel that it has got a little bit more than just um, appearance because anyone can have a popping single, but then it's, excuse me, popping TikTok era or, or single, but it's then how you translate that into what you do after the fact. And I think um, maybe Dre or Max sits more closer to the the Bratz and the maybe Queen Latifahs. But I think Drea is a fantastic example of what happens when you have got star power and you actually know how to make a single. Because Drea's been killing it ever since that... that um, I ain't never been with about Daddy, it. Yeah. Clear. It's, um, Clear. Like, oh, that, that takes a couple of boxes because you get the catchy thing. Mm. You get you um, tapping into TikTok. So it stays in your head. But also, like, I didn't know too much about it. But when she's on that stage um, for uh, Rated Awards... Mm. Yeah. That for me is best performance of the night. Fantastic yeah. performance. So, but to your point, yeah, I think there's also one thing that's slightly missing as well. The crew energy, even with the guys, isn't as strong as it used to be back in the day. Mm. And also one could argue that this, the thing that was kind of helping those women get through was also holding them back where they had to be standing next to a guy. Mm. If they didn't get stamped, if Jay-Z yeah. don't stamp Foxy, if Biggie don't stamp Kim, whereas now it feels like, okay, cool. Dupree when, with the uh, Yeah, the so brat. it's like, if this big guy doesn't stamp you as a guy, girl, you're not coming through. You got you with Glorilla. But even mm. with that, the song was already moving mm-hmm. and then they signed her. And even people were like, mm, when she's like, she's on the jet, and she's like, all the ratchet goes, no, no, it was, but she, the song was already moving. It wasn't who's, like, who's, who are we speaking about? Glorilla, the song was already right, moving, because right. she's she even had the issues with the producer. Yeah. They're saying that like, they signed the song, but like, before Yo Gotti signed her, the song was already doing this bit. Of course, once you get the signed, affiliation, it though, up, like, prior to the, the signature like, was, was, uh, cool. was a big um, thing as well. It's still there to a degree, like, but at least when it's presented, when the girls in the video, okay, when Cardi does the video with, what's the, when they're all in the, um, is it Leopard or Lion Paint, um, what's the video, and it's just women. And they're all oh, um, the, the twerk. twerk. Yeah. Mm. So now it's like, even if it's overtly sexual, it's presented by us, for us, with just the girls. Yeah. It's not just bare guys standing next to them. Even maybe business-wise behind the scenes, it's still a lot of men. Yeah. At least in presentation, it's just the girls, isn't it? You don't get that feeling. Mm. So I think that, that also plays a, a little bit of a role in it. So, bro, the entry points are, um, are different, they're lower. Um, you just get popular you know on social what? media, innit? And also, like, I think this um, TikTok era is just um, remember that weird like time in in hip hop where like um, the ringtone era. Yeah, this is the same thing, but it's just on steroids with the the whole TikTok thing. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, because like the whole ringtone, people were making them their sales off ringtones. It's, and, D- it's a um, DIY generation, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. It was just one of those things that, like, oh, um, we can get this on our phones. We have to buy it, and then obviously it, it equates to, to 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 what they do in in, yeah. in in the cells. But now, like, they've got TikTok. TikTok's um, a label now, um, so they've kind of like put their foot into the game in how they sell music. Okay. And if you've got something catchy enough, like even Chris Brown, like he's benef- he's benefited off that because. Under the influence, um, which is popping now, he's actually named his tour off that. It was not on the album that he had just dropped. It's on the album before, on the deluxe version. But it got popping on TikTok. But it's even like and like they're dropping or... like um, the kids. The kids now are listening to music sped up. So now artists are 
dropping sped up versions of okay. their albums. Summer Walker just did it. Oh yeah, I, was, I didn't understand, but I, I did see that. that yeah. kind of helped her. She was able to finesse and pattern a certain way with that. Bro, like all my my little brother does um, is go on TikTok <laughs> and listen to. Why are you like, not, why are you not, why are you not running? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's just a sped up version, and some of it some of it's not bad. Like obviously it's songs that you already know, just in a different way. It's just like how um, in Texas how they. Did the whole chop and chopped, chopped and screwed slow down music? Houston Atlanta, slow down. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, um, yeah. It's it's it's, it's a way of getting changing. around things, isn't it? So it's like I can play these songs or put them on certain projects, but because they're not in original format, I don't have to pay. Or I can. That's why someone was brought out. Is eventually it will level out. Now that it's been people are cutting onto what's happening, not everyone will be able to do that, innit? Yeah, man. It's just a way. It's just a way. Like if you're big enough, you'll find the new app, the new thing to work to your favor. Yep. Like a Chris Brown, he was saying the song was out. On the project prior, 2019. because of this new application, I can get popping again. It's like um, what's the um on TikTok? There's this song round 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 round. Mm. It's old. Like I know the song because um Tom Mucci. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, loves yeah, that yeah. song, innit? Yeah, yeah. The random dance you might catch man doing the, yeah. the routine to it, innit? Yeah. But I don't know. You bring it back in the clubs. It's or if it ever it's hit a new, the clubs, it's got a new life because of TikTok, innit? Yeah. So it lends what you're saying about like yeah. that's where for me I like it and it works well in it. So yeah. But see, we didn't fight. We didn't argue, man. Can you see that? See what happens when See we communicate that? well. Eastern West. No, nah, I love it, man, because like there's certain songs that I would listen to, yeah, that I'm like, rah, like it's a banger, it should be popping more. Yeah. But then someone could just make it trend on yeah. TikTok. TikTok. That's why I like the beauty of it, but also the business of music to what you were saying earlier about the sweetie thing. If she's not signed anymore, she's having label issues, or if they're not spending the money, because some of the songs that we really love, it's not that it's repetition, isn't it? If it's played enough, if you hear it enough, you can you can end up liking stuff. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that there's a song of hers that I love. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not her specific in it. But you know, let's get off the sweetie hate train. <laughs> I, it, I it don't feels, hate sweetie. This, I like sweetie. this feels misogynistic. I, like, I, lo- I love sweetie, <laughs> sweetie. for, we, sweetie. for obvious reasons. We can we sweetie. Can, we can mix and match mad ingredients together and eat and chill. Okay, you know yeah, how she does love, it. We love yeah. that hot Cheeto combo. This yeah. I know, yeah. Just Men are weak. The flesh is weak. Putting the Rio's Dolly in the is burger. ready to risk bad belly, yeah. <laughs> Man's ready to eat Cheetos and noodles, yeah. Just because Scary. the nyash is nyashing. So we did. Sound good, though, I'm not gonna lie. She made it sound good. She made it sound good. I don't know what it is. It. I mean, I personally would never have put the two together, but I'm like, maybe there's something there, you know. You'd risk it for a biscuit. I don't know if I go that far, but you know. Uh, <laughs> that's why I sat back so the camera can see you, man. <laughs> I don't know, um, how's everyone? Everyone good? How's everyone doing? We we, we fantastic, fantabulous. Yeah. Like, I didn't get it out of the way at the start, and I want to you know make sure everyone's good because I've had a long day as well. So oh, yeah. how's your day been, folks? Long. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not <Okay>. listening. <laughs> Shit, then. Right. <laughs> no, I'm happy to be here. It so um, yeah. But you know, it's where because we started <clears throat> on music. Like, we can go um, Stormzy's album. Yeah. This yes. is what I mean. Yeah. Finally dropped. Album number three. Uh, title makes sense after listening to that. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Like, he's just in a different space and he wanted you to kind of, like, hear it. Yeah. More than saying anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and, um, hey, man, like, he's gone um, via the traditional rollout in what you do. You go around, you speak to he's all these media. He's done a lot of yep. promo. A lot of promo. A lot of promo. and clearly the label were backing him. Yes, yeah. um, it's a new home for him as well. Like with the whole um, O two O seven Def Jam, there's a lot of people out there um, working over there um, that number one understand the culture, and it seems like they've worked together in unison to to present this 
yeah um you know to us so it's been a number of years now since the second album because obviously we had the pandemic when you're a big artist like that we're going to take our time a little bit in it so yeah take your time um it affected his tour run yeah, which yeah. um he like went tour. on to, to yeah which he went on to complete anyway mm. um and now we're here man we're at this point finally got the project on Did our laps. give us a lot of Maya melodies <coughs> what's your what are your thoughts um all this stuff sounds great about yeah the team's wonderful <laughs> people want to hear what's the music saying i think that I, th- I thought the music was beautiful throughout yeah do you know what i'm saying like the only ones that um the only one that i didn't gravitate towards was the fire babe is that on with the video where he sat in, uh, in a, the open plan house when he's yeah, showing like, us the lubes and that yeah <laughs> um i only like the end of that song okay um and any particular reason th- what with the end of the song? No, as in why you didn't like it? I don't know. I just di- I I just didn't. Nah, I just didn't feel it. Didn't catch you. It didn't. It didn't catch me. Mm. But um, the mu the musicality did. And um, if you look at if you listen to all of the songs on the album, the second half of the songs just like take it to a different level. Like it's just layered in 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 ways that like, you know, um, I would appreciate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't an album. I already knew it wasn't going to be rap heavy. I mean, he told us, he kind of like, he told us clearly like, and also the, the initial singles, I'm like, bro, if these are your two singles, it's clear what direction you're going in. Yeah. And that's why, and I will say, I understand why some people were worried because my misgiving was, if you're going to do this, and I was happy they did it when he, when, he, when we released the video of all the people that's on the album, it's going to have to be a collaborative effort. You're going to have to go and get the, the right background singers in. You're going to have to go and get the people that are going to do the vocals here because, no disrespect, but voice-wise, you're not strong enough to carry a whole whole project of you singing. Now, we'll give you leeway. You get leeway as a rapper if you hold a decent melody. I'm not going to judge you how I judge all the powerful vocalists, but if you're going to do 12 songs of you singing, <laughs> you're going to make me lean more towards judging you. So that's why I was happy to get that, like, you had a lot of people on there helping out. If you keep saying what you said earlier about musically, I think that's what stood out. Yeah. That the music was really good. So the production, just like hearing, I'm like, this sounds like it took some time. Took some time. It sounds very expensive. Um, and it sounds like he had all of the right people to collaborate on this album with. Yeah. And when you're at the top, you kind of make the music that you want, that you want. Right. And, um, I wasn't necessarily you should at like, least be given the allowance at least for one to be like you know what I'm doing me on this one yeah just fuck with me yeah and um it it just depends on where the artist is because like like I said when you're at the helm like you've got the privilege to kind of dictate the kind of music that you want to make and which in my opinion he's done that yeah this is what he wanted to do it seems intentional um because he could have done what we got on the last album and I already f- prefer this album to heavy as the head okay do you know what i'm saying like so um yeah i don't really have many complaints about this album it was a it was an enjoyable listen throughout um it's it's just one of those i don't know to to a younger to the younger demographic they're probably gonna find it they're gonna find it boring and dry boring do you know what i'm saying in majority of spots i won't won't like Write them off completely. I'd say but in my a majo- assumption is some. Young yeah, yeah. In a, in a majority of like, they're gonna be thinking, what, what is this? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but 
We're growing with Stormzy at and the same go on, time. Go and cry in your wraith, man. <laughs> that's that's yeah. how. They, yeah. Sometimes that's how I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but um, yeah. for me, um, yeah, like I, I I enjoyed it. I think it was a perfect balance of singing and rapping. On I love I love um, Sanford's play. Sanford's play. When I, I saw the track listing, I was just like, yeah, he's gonna go off. I and, love please as well. Yeah, yeah. so Sanford's play is on. It's off the back of yeah. Please and please for me, I was just like, rah, this is. This is mad. This Man, is like Don is ready to forgive his pops. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is this is greatness. Yeah. Um so yeah, man, like Sanford's a cheat code. He is, yeah. Um having progression as a uh, an executive producer, we've already seen what he's already done already and to just jump on this and like, you know, really like lock in with um Storms and P2J. He's he's on a he's lot on of the, well, yeah. he's on a lot of the 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 music on there, um, yeah, it was great. The 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 the, the intro, eight eight minutes long, about seven and a half it minutes, long, eight yeah. minutes long. Um, yeah, I, again, like, like, where's the music I can shake my ass to? <laughs> again, again, again. Um, I think it set the tone for the rest of the album. Yeah, you know, he didn't. Um, I think when Mel made me do it came out. I was saying that this is it's probably going to be the intro of the album, but if that was the sense. intro of the album, bro, it would have it would have it would have changed the the you know the direction the whole, and the vibe, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah the whole direction and vibe. So, um, like I said, intentional. He just took, he kept that out of the album. It was just I'm back. Let me flex a little bit. Let me get all these cameos in just to remind you lot that I'm your mate. Yeah, mm. me and you are not size. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, um, but there's other standouts. Like my president, my presidents are black. Being we needed that one though. of the, one of them. I think this was like him trying to address everything, like outside of all the singing and stuff. Do you think he did a good job of addressing everything? On yeah. on my presidents, um, are black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, like just it didn't have to be like too focused on like certain things but like if you catch the line you catch the line yeah. i've even seen you tweet a couple of the lines on there yeah and i'm like yeah these are the lines that you kind of like pay attention towards and stuff like that and um yeah I'm, i mean i don't know what with this entire campaign of what they've done you'd expect um a top two yeah they're saying that all of the i think damn near all the songs in the album currently are at the top of the charts for the Spotify so far. A few of them will probably chart in the top 10 for the national charts. So also you're signed, you're a big act. Um, it's not a, it's not a foregone conclusion. Yeah. I would expect that. And I'm happy that almost that we're at this point in our like UK music scene for the urban lot um, that it's almost like, oh yeah, of course, of course my man's going to go top five, top 10. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, you, sh- you should. Like yeah. if, you, if, you, if you get like, if you're like number eight, like you can be disappointed yeah. because we've seen a lot of success. But um, I did want to lean into like, I think what aids him is the fact that the album is only 12 songs. It's, it feels like quite a quick listen. Mm-hmm. I, that's for me. Mm-hmm. Might, you might not agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite a quick listen and that helps. So it's, it's concise. It's short and sweet. It gets to the point. Um, there's a lot, it sounds like a lot of healing and stuff yeah. to overcome. You can clearly see someone's you know, taking time spiritually. A lot's been happening. Um, for the, like, the heartbreaking song, heartbreak songs, is it too big to just say they're all about Maya? Could it be other stuff or leaning on maybe like other people's experiences? Do you think that's, I th- I think I think that's plausible? Yeah, I think I think it's a mixture of the two. 
okay. for sure. I don't think it's Maya heavy. And even if it is, it's his first project since the breakup. So yeah. you would sort of expect it. Yeah. Everyone else I mean, does no, we it. had no less, um, lessons on um, heavies ahead. He said, listen, my nephew misses you, man. Yeah, but <laughs> Come like, back. that was like, <laughs> that was like, that was it fresh? As, um, that's probably like one of the last songs you'd submit. Do you know what I'm saying? Because everyone, yeah. everything kind of blew up. After of course, that, yeah, of course, of course. Thereafter, so, um, I mean, everyone, every artist does it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like their person, their personal life bleeds into their, um, into their professional life. Summer Walker had a great album because she's because of she's the fourth baby mama. Be- because of like her relationships, do you know what I'm so saying? So coming into the funnies, um, <laughs> do you think? Yeah, this album will have the desired effect, and he will get Maya back. Um, is she is she still engaged? No. Hey, that ring a okay. dash away, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then like, you know. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Um, but I can't speak on the next man, innit? Um, I mean, that's what if, we do on this podcast. I, I, no. We speak on other people all the time. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. But let me finish. Yeah. I can't speak on the next man in his personal decisions in whether he wants to pursue that. If but you want to do that. Then do that. If you fail, you fail, innit? But I said, I don't think maybe they had a question. Maybe I was I didn't enunciate enough for you. I said, do you think this will have the desired effect and help him win her back? If we're going off the angle like that, like, if know? that's what he wants to do, if he wants to win her back, then you know, I think it could. You went to the same HR school as Chrissy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, I'll take it somewhere else. For the women in the room, yeah. What lengths have men gone to, or women, to win you back? Um, what doesn't apply to you? No one's tried to win you back? No, not that I can recall. No one's tried to spin the block on you? My friend, did you not hear me the first okay, time? Okay, wow. sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm still seeing a bit of hostility in the room. Like, <laughs> do you know what's the thing about is, this is me having this mic, it's emboldened me. Do you know what? The, uh, the thing is, is that like, he's, um, he could be doing all of this, not even to win her back. I know. Mm. He can like, over that hurt, like that. I know we're just we're just, just we're leaning into this. But like it's narratives for the. If album you had asked well. me at the time when Robin Thicke dropped Paula, mm. he yeah. was defo trying to win her back. Oh, um, Karuchi, <laughs> <laughs> mid song. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's certain man that like you know for sure they're making clap. I'm trying to win her back. I'm like, this is all for you. And yeah. Like, man's gonna say your name. Yeah. Yelling. So, Chrissy, what lengths have men or women gone to to win you back? Um, there was crying outside Baps one time. Cry- Actually, you- inside Baps, and I was like, let's go. What, tears mixed into the carbonara? <laughs> yeah, like, can you be shy for yourself, please? <laughs> into the Gambretti Spinacci. Man says seasoning. You're not a good person. Wow. Wowza. That's um, funny. Yeah, we'll just leave it there. So you made someone cry inside Vaps? I didn't make him do anything. Wow. And that, that's, that's... The tears work. It's always the men, though. What's that about? Well, what that men that cry. Why are they, why are they just like, there crying? Big piece of cow barling. It's like, get... get they do what? Up. Just like... <laughs> and I was like, no, you know... Oh, them, and the thing is, you know, I don't like... Turn this off, please, bro. I don't like A little bit too toasty in there. I don't like shame. You can walk across the school, man. Yeah, cool. Oh, you don't, oh, you don't like the whole like um, public embarrassment. Yeah, so I was like, let's wrap this up. Let's go. Like, if you're gonna get down on one knee, you, you better be proposing. Man's crying on his knees. That piano is. Yeah. I'd vomit. I'd actually vomit. Um, Did you vomit? No, because he didn't propose. Or, or into the gambrotti or whatever. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Lost the ring in the. 
and the East Bonacci. You know, in between the bread, laughing, laughing at her pain. In between the 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 rations, it was his pain. That's crazy. But shout out him. Because I was just doing this. The reason I want listen, I always want to find the funnies. Yeah, I was leading to because. Anyway, because I wanted to see if this would now like have to increase our levels of as men, as mere civilians, mere mortals. Obviously, ain't got like the range of Stormzy to have to like what we have to do to win our women back. But the thing is, it all yeah. depends on whether you want to be won back because a man or a woman could go to the end of the earth. But what about the oh, the pressure? Like, you know, he really applied pressure. Nah, if you're not feeling them, if you're literally yeah. just like ill. And, and a woman <laughs> will let you know in the most ruthless way. Mm. They're not on it, bro. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And like, <laughs> your man them have to step in at this point. Oh, and be like, it's enough. bam. It's enough. Yeah. It's enough. I, I wrote bars. <laughs> What's the wildest but, thing you've done I, to get someone back, Foles? But I sang. I don't know what was that. What's the wildest thing you've done to get What's someone back? What's the wildest back? thing? Yeah. Mm. It's going to sound really arrogant, yeah? <laughs> well, I, I can't have a HR moment as well. Huh? Go, go on. Go ahead. I'm trying. What's the wildest thing? Mm. I made a very, very long journey. <laughs> Wait. So I sailed the seven seas. Right. Yeah. You went to Winterfell. I was walking with the Israelites. I hear that. I made a long journey. Oh, yeah, let yeah, my yeah. people go in. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I watch like Prince of Egypt. You know, like when you're walking, you just got like, like just like you don't know where Google Maps. It just it's a long journey. Mm. I made, I made. You had to look out. You had to look for that burning bush. I was looking. I was looking out for the Jack Boys, the burning bush. The Jack Boys. Yeah, yeah. It was, there was there was a lot going. Open on. the seas. Yeah, I need yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Did it work? I need my lady. Yeah. Did so, it work? Oh yeah, it worked. It worked. Okay. But like, there was it took a lot out of me in it. Yeah. Hey man, listen. I, had, I had to earn that one in it. So, when you yeah. when when you're on a quest to win back, yeah. You gotta do some things. But being four nil down at half time is crazy. One on one for your heart? Crazy. No. I was caught Play- in love <laughs> basketball. I'm playing for your heart. That is the that, that is toxic. That's that's and also that was so corny as well. Every baby, yeah, at one point was like, Oh yeah, love and basketball, my favorite film. And I'm like, this is a film where Adoni is a professional athlete. Challenging you one on one for your heart. Your woman he prototype knew. voice is crazy. It's it's like, huh? okay. it's no, I'm with you, but it's just hilarious. Because he goes to like that, it's just there. It's out of okay. nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Bruv, he listen, slam dunk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're gonna go for it when you when you like you play a child in sports and that. Like you're bro, you're you're not winning, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Have you not seen this footage of um the kids um when they're like um NFL? So um like they, it's mum, mums and dads playing against their children, innit? Yeah. And you would think, especially because it's NFL, that the mums and dads will take it lightly on them. This brother spared his son, like, like spared him. Now I'm letting you know, I love you, but nah, like, I wouldn't do all that. But you know, I want to find a footage to send it and show it to you. It's hilarious. Yeah, like they, they all like them crossing them over, and like not them letting them run past. Yeah, you could do that. Have you not seen when um um little man a bouncer fight and he kicked him and he spins him around? <laughs> Or when they're driving and he ain't got his seatbelt on. So nah. he almost flies through the windscreen. Yeah. That content's hilarious. You can't be that small and not have your seatbelt on. Sorry. True. Very true. Very Safety true. first. I'm not even sorry. Uh, car seat or no car seat? Uh, to adhere to uh, the regulations, car seat. Booster, maybe. HR Vans. I love it, you know. Booster. But back to the album. Yeah, any, any thoughts on... 
This is what I mean from Stormzy. Get close to the mic for us, please, so we can hear your lovely voice. <coughs> I have not listened to it yet because okay. my album, my vinyl, just came in the post today due to oh. the, the Royal Mail strike. So I made sure that I ordered my signed Same. copy. You dope, know, dope, dope, dope. that literally just arrived um, this morning. Literally. Oh, you're going to get a different audio experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm bougie with my sound. So I've deliberately been trying to hold out. But I was like, when they update updating my emails with hello due to the royal mail strike <laughs> it'll come next week i said okay so i'm just gonna stay away from various social media yeah formats to I, I don't like to get the reviews on things before i've had the chance yeah. to listen so you basically sat here whilst we just waxing lyrical by the house <laughs> but i'm just like all right i'm taking it in but yeah. i'm listening in one ear and letting it go out the other but i am gonna sit down with it with my little hot cocoa yeah man and i mean then, like so his first two albums 16 songs this one 12, just under an hour. Um, and all of the people that he's collaborating with that he's trying to push through as well, um, Tendai being one of them, yeah. Debbie being another. Um, he's got Tenny, who's um, always doing a lot of his backing vocals. I like Miss Banks on there. Miss yeah. Banks on This Is What I Mean. Yeah, um, I that today. Do you know what? This is what I mean. I love it in parts and I hate it. In other parts. Oh, let's get to the real vans. Let me let's get to it. Talk to me. So um it features Jacob Collier, who is one of my goats. Okay. Right, at the moment. Um because I just think he's super dope. And it starts with him, and I'm like, this sounds beautiful. But then it gets to the hook, and I'm just like, this is it just sounds all over the place for me. I didn't like mm. it. I surprisingly like Miss Banks's verse. Some people saying that she spun Stormzy. Um, that's, that's what some some of the streets are saying. And it's probably like one of the, the her, what, her best her, verse her, <laughs> in recent times. <laughs> I can't lie. Yes. Hey, Banks is ready to tell the truth. He's ready to tell the truth. I love it. Um, yeah, man. Um, and but I see what the song can do, but it's just, it's like, once I get to the hook, I kind of like, just tap out. Tune out, yeah. Tune out. Um, and I see what they were trying to do with like, cause Jacob Collier prides himself in like, how he makes things happen with his voice and um, his harmonies and stuff. Like they tried to implement that too much into the hook and it just sounded like very, I don't know. Unnatural. Yeah, just, it's it, no, it just didn't fit for me. Um, so yeah, that, that was my criticism, but the hook plays a big part in any song. Mm. So like when I don't like the hook, it's just like, hard to like the rest of the song. it's hard to like the rest of the song. And, um, that's the bit that's going to be repeated most on the song. And as like, well. the, yeah, there's just like certain elements about storms when he raps that I don't take to. So again, it was evident in this particular song. And um, this is the second song. This is what I mean. And it's supposed to be, you know, it's it's obviously like the same title as the album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was, it it was cool. It was okay for me. Um, I like how he just implemented all of the artists into this song. But you know, again, because sometimes you can have too many cooks. Yeah. If that's the only, if I'm gonna talk about the stuff that maybe I didn't like on my critiques, it might just be that. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're going, if you're kind of stepping outside of your natural comfort zone you're going to be a bit more receptive to other people because this is their world so let progression do the production and of course you're gonna have it's, it's still your thing it's still your baby 
get these singers in, get these artists in. You've got more people giving their opinions. We're not necessarily on one foot. You're just rap beats. Yeah. But then sometimes I don't need everybody. Yeah. Everybody ain't going to come to the dance, you know. Sometimes <laughs> capacity. <laughs> sometimes you reach capacity, innit? So yeah. that's my only thing. And I am at a place where I like a lot of different genres of music, innit? But I do hear that loud minority, and I feel like they're getting louder, like they were maybe upset in regards to they want Wicked Skem Man Stormzy back or... And they want more rap, or you can't, you can't, uh, you can't please everybody. No, that I totally understand, but I know my default setting. When you give us my presidents are black, I would have liked a little bit more rap on there. But I don't know how it would have fit on this album if this is what you're giving us. Maybe just come and give us some freestyles or go and do that. But if I'm in the artist space right now, I don't really want to rap for you niggas, isn't it? Yeah, literally, it's like it's, what it it's is. as simple as that. Like I think. Um, People are gonna do what they're afforded. Um, I'm gonna quickly say, yeah, what's killing me? Tony's trying to like he's like six so foot quietly. four in the back. Yeah, trying not to imagine. Are we good in that camera? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry, man. Do you know what I would have? Yeah. Do, do you know what I would have? Come back, legend. Do you know what I would have appreciated on this album? Go on, a wretch verse. Vans, if we're trying to minimize the rap. I'm not gonna go and get the rapper yeah. to rap with. Um, he did collaborate on this album. Yeah, no, he's 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 yeah. He, so he's he's he assisted. He helped on this album. He worked on this album. I would sorry. listen. I'm with you. However, the recent wretch guest verses, he's not missed a step. Yeah, when we when we talk about new music, he's got he's got something that he just dropped okay. as well. Don't but um, yeah, like on the intro, on the second half of the the song. I think he would have, you know, they could have made space for him. Um, but that's just me and my personal. It is. There might be a verse out there. Yeah. You're, you're usually quite spot on with the, with the things that like, you know, I want to see this or this. It wouldn't shock me if what you're saying now, there was at least a session. We might get something later. We might get something on a wretch project soon, innit? Yeah, also yeah. With, with certain acts, they know how to position themselves. So when you have the bigger acts that are not in um, album cycle, project cycle, like wretch at the minute, I'm going to go and kill these verses. So as big as I am, I can do I can do a song with Geordie. And Geordie holds his own, by the way. But Wretch smokes that verse. Yeah. I can do, I think it was a K-Trap. I don't know if he's even on, on K-Trap's project or Wretch. But there's a verse, like, he's not been playing around when he stepped outside, innit? Yeah, man. Even though he's not really outside like that. Yeah, but he's just, he, he um, you know, when people want to remind people of what they can do and still do, because... Yeah. You know how music moves fast and like, you know, you've got a lot of these youngins coming up, but then, you know, sometimes it's easy to forget that you've got a master at um, rapping still among us. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, like he's he's taken a back role. He's more of an executive now, but then he's always going to have that time to get on a song. You've got to scratch and, that itch, bro. Yeah. Like I rap in it. That's, Absolutely. That's my thing in it. I don't think he stopped rapping. It's just, he stopped putting out um, at a high frequency. Also, the business of music might be slowing things yeah, up. Yeah. How many albums did we get from that? that was it part of that deal we had when he first came through? When we had like Tractor and that. So oh, black and white. So he might he might be coming towards the end of that, and those things hold things up. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Tractor was was you know what um, cap, catapulted him in mainstream wise. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't a number one single from don't that album. Go. Don't go. Um, you know, Tractor went number five. That and you know, Unorthodox went number two. 
with example, like a lot of these things um, enabled him to kind of like have a fully fledged career where we can get multiple albums from him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now that he's, he's, he's in a comfortable position, I think, um, once you get to a certain point in your career and um, there's someone else that is younger and at the top of the game and that you can work on this album with them, you know, he wrote the poem that was spoken on um, No, no Made Me, Me Do it. it. So you can see that he's very much within that camp uh, with the twins as well. What's the relationship with them? Yeah. Predate Storms and so, stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so we, what you were saying earlier, he's in terms of like the background, he's with the right people. And I think um, they've definitely not, they've not left any stone on turn. So Zane Lowe, all the different radio shows I see him do, um, Louis Theroux. Yeah, he's been quite vast um, with it. What was, did you go to the, was it the listening session, the signing thing where, plus four, signing four. Event, the plus four, four, I don't know if he was like that, but like, I'm just saying examples of like all the stuff he's, he's done, mm-hmm. it shows YouTube that they like their YouTube, YouTube stuff yeah. with um, chunks and that. That was it. So it's showing that, yo, we're not taking any chances. And it's things with Adidas at the moment. Of course. Um, yeah. Like during mm. promo run for your album. Yeah. Like he's still tapping into different things outside projects, of. yeah, yeah. Music, yeah, yeah. So, um, I think those are the things that, whether people want to admit or not, also do kind of help push you over the edge 100%. when it comes to perception of you and how honest people will be. Because I know, I know there's longevity as well, but I know there's people listening to it going, that thing was cheeks. And I know some people just look for smoke in it, and I get that in it because I've been there at points with regards to my commentary around music and culture. Um, but I don't think you can also like take that away. I do understand their points when you're very likable, people ain't gonna. Handle your certain way. It, 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 it allows critique to be quiet or quietened. Like, shh, don't, don't say nothing. I think it's um, a lot of people are going to say it's cheeks because they genuinely feel that way. Yeah. And some people are going to say it's cheeks because he didn't give them what they wanted to hear from him. They want Tunnel Vision Volume 6. <laughs> you're, ju- you're just not going to get that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so... Um, Listen to some old Logan Sama tapes, man. <laughs> this ain't 140 Gram Street. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's just like um, obviously the, the comparison might be crazy, but um, I remember after Kanye dropped College Dropout, yeah, and then he dropped Late Registration afterwards. Everyone mm. was like, "Oh yeah, we want College Dropout," and it's like, or even when he dropped 808s, and people didn't get it at the time. Mm. Some did, and it was like, regardless if. The fact that it's different is still good music. Do you know what I mean? Like so, um, and and that's the angle that I, um, I'm going with. I'm not sure, but bro, we listen to all different types of music. So I'm not shocked by those takes in it. So you know, yeah. so now I enjoyed it. I think it's a, a definitely a good attempt, and um, it's definitely grown on me more more of the listens. Like in terms of the maybe at least the last two months, yeah, two months. This is probably one of the few albums where like I've listened. I, I listen to album a lot. Yeah, I've like load like almost made me want to ten times at this point. I've I've currently I've, it's been it's I've been good. listened to it more than heavy is the head. Okay, already. Okay, I I don't <laughs> like that on my soul. <laughs> we I, can tell. I I hated Vossy Bop. Okay. Um, the yeah, tell us some more stuff you didn't like, man. Talk to me, man. Hey, man. Uh, like, listen, it's music at the end of the day. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I think at the time I said it, it was it was a cool album. Yeah, you know, it wasn't something. Something's that not for you. I ran back to, but this one is, is for me for sure. Mm. 
Chrissy, any takes away? Any, anything you enjoyed on there? Um, I've only listened to it once, so I don't feel like I can give a the full... The point asterisk against her opinion, guys, in the back. That's for our listeners, for the cufflinks and the RNA. Community. Anyway, um, my only criticism at this point, of the first listen, some of the tracks were just too long for me, personally. Okay. That was it. Yeah. That was it. But I've only listened to it once, I don't feel like... Bruv, yeah, man, there's, there's a lot, man. There's yeah. There's... Rhythms on there. I got my smile back. Give it to the water. Bad blood. Sanford's please. Even just off the titles alone. Please, bro. The, the, these aren't these aren't clash bars, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to sing my soul in it. Like yeah. I want you to hear how I really feel in it. So yeah. And in, in, interviews prior to this album dropping, you kind of kind of gauged what yeah. Donny's on. Yeah. It's like I'm wearing I'm wearing a lot of cream, a lot of soft tone colours. Yeah. yeah. Now I made him do it. There aren't any black tracksuits on this album. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's no balaclavas, man. I really liked it. Um, I don't have, apart from, like I said, some of the yeah. songs being too long for my personal preference. I don't have a bad word to say. Like it, it sounds good. Like what he's, what he's talking about has got substance yeah. musically. It sounds wonderful as well. Like mm. I could very easily listen to that album, and like the instrumental version of that album, mm. and it would still be very really true. enjoyable. But I don't feel like it's ruined by any of the lyrics either. It's, it's just really well done. Okay. I think it's just a show of progression. I think with most artists with any type of depth to them, if they're making the same sound continuously throughout the entirety of their career, after a while, people start to get switched off. We've seen it time and time again with certain artists. So like now, I think he's given the grace of being able to create what he wants to create just yeah. simply because we're seeing the personal development in terms of the very public breakup of you know what what looked like a loving relationship from the outside so to pour that onto wax and be able to do so in a way that's enjoyable for audiences but also appropriate to 2022 sound versus yeah. who he was performing at the mobos god knows when what 20, yeah. 2016 2017 whenever like is testament to just who he is as an artist and he'll continue to grow. And I feel like if the sounds that he was putting forward as instrumentals weren't saying anything, I highly doubt that all of the um, contributing artists would have wanted to participate or collaborate on the songs themselves if they were cheeks. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it just speaks to who he is as a person that, you know, he's doing something that, that speaks to not just... Um, his creativity, but also to people's personal journeys as well. It's like, all right, you know what? I hear this, but let me add my little one too as well. Of course. You know, Banks has had that raspy fire from early. Like I saw her post the clip from the video on, on her um, Insta and already I was like, nah, I need to turn up, tear open this plastic from this vine and get into this, but I don't have time to really... No, listen, listen, know. listen your own time. Nah, t- tomorrow, tomorrow, like, I've, uh, I've, I've carved out the day. I'm going to listen and I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to double back. Um, okay. Should we get into some Chrissy's Corner questions? Have you got... Mm. You know, we do actually need a jingle for this, so I uh, hopefully, it's, yeah. Corner. I'm not sold on that one yet, just yeah, yet, yeah, but yeah, 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 it's catching on already. Does she need a little reverb? No, I don't need anything. Okay, there you have it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so if you guys just all pick a number between one and 31, seven, great. Um, maybe not seven. No, why not? No, you didn't do this with us. Because you asked for seven last week. And oh, I okay. Refresh the questions. I refresh the questions. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You're right. It all came out now. <laughs> <laughs> the juice come out now. Can you pick another Sorry. number, please, Yazzie? <laughs> Twenty-one. 
21. 21. Okay, so question 21. <laughs> what is your toxic trait? Ah, oh, damn. Um, can you get close to the mic for this bit? I think this is really important. This might mean a bit a clip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can hear myself pretty good up in the okay. headphones, but you know, if y'all want to hear me very nice and clear. Um, what is my toxic trait? Hmm, what have I heard recently? Something about perfectionism. Okay. I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a if it's a toxic trait, but like No, but this can't be a toxic trait that someone else has told you you have. You have to know that you have it within yourself. Mm. Y'all should have prepared me, you know. What's a toxic trait that I have? <laughs> this is Chrissy's corner. This is our questions that we aren't privy to, by the way. So none of us are prepared. Um, and me and Vans are gonna get the same treatment if we pick a question that you know yeah. doesn't favor us, so what is my toxic trait? Do you know when, like, I feel like you've put me on the spot here because I feel like I definitely have at least two, but I'm struggling to think what they are right now. The fact you know the number, you know what yeah, they you're are. Like, yeah, no, you're, not, you're not a good liar. I'm not no, sure no, no. I'm sure, I'm sure I've got at least two because no one's perfect. Um, <laughs> I want to say my toxic trait is... Dum, dum, dum. I'm really struggling out here, you know. You know, maybe my toxic trait is that I'm right now. I don't feel like I have any. You know what? You toxic bad. <laughs> That's toxic what? bad. Yeah. You know, like what? Know no self awareness in that. No, no, Man, I'm you know, very self aware. Well, she's on the pitch. She ain't checked her shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> she plays centre mid, bro. <laughs> like this. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of what it is. Now, I feel like my toxic trait. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say right now, I just don't feel like I have any. I know that I do. But right now, I can't think of any. So I'm just going to pretend it's You know what? We can let, let we can, you can sit on yeah, that, that for now. Foles, you can go next. I'm going to circle the block. Yeah. Uh, numbers between, what, you say, 1 and no, 31. No, no, you can answer the same question. Or oh, the same question? Yeah. Right, that's kind of mad still. Oh, toxic trait. We won. Um, hmm. The look on Chrissy's face is like, I'm waiting for your ass. I'm waiting for you. Also, I need to see this the rundown of these questions. I need to know that these numbers correlate correctly. Oh my like, god! You're, not, <laughs> they do. you're just running a muck. <laughs> you guys, um, trying to think. Mm, I have a very um, interesting arguing style. What's that? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, who would have thunk it? Eh? <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought we got here? Look at not us. Me. Uh, you have a very interesting um, arguing style. Yeah, so something just don't get left. We have to go over rehashing. Um, yeah, which is something I'm working on. So currently, pray for me, guys. You know. Okay, sending love and light your way, King. Do you Thank know you what? Man. I actually want to j- p- piggyback off of that because that. No, no, don't piggyback. Don't no, use no, mine. No, because no, no, I was better thinking what have I heard recently, and actually, that is something I've heard recently. Yeah, I nitpick at sentences, so something could be a conversation, and it could quite easily turn into an argument because. You've said, you might say, oh, um, I was with my friend, but your friend always has a name, but suddenly, no, when, they, no. when they've got a dick, they it ain't might, got a name. It might not be <laughs> oh, this is very specific follow. This sounds like pain. <laughs> <laughs> He's even yelling. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, so am I, am I too close? Cool down. Sorry. You guys wanted the real. I hear it. God damn. Nah, it might not even be something like that. It might be like, I'm having a conversation with Chrissy, and Chrissy has said, oh, you know, um, it's not often. It's not often that I argue with people, but and I'm like, oh, not often, no. And the, and this is that. No, it's that, no, you toxic. It's that you're little, toxic. It's that little okay. nitpick that like 
Do you know what I mean? It's the, it's the unraveling. That <laughs> it's like, was it necessary? Just let it go. That's okay. both. So yeah, it's, it's quite toxic. It's okay, quite toxic. well, thank you for sharing with us. And? Uh, what number am I picking? You're answering the same question everyone else has answered. Oh, What's um, your toxic trait? It's not caring enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's a serial killer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Oh <laughs> You know, ones you don't have to dwell on it too much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bosman, pick a number. Uh, between one and thirty-one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's go high teens. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Who was your best teacher and why? Ooh. Uh, Mr. Ricks. Okay. One of the secondary school. Mr. Ricks. He was actually the thing is he actually. I think he, mm, he was my form tutor. But I think he did teach me one or two lessons, um, one one or two times. It might have been science, but actually he didn't teach me that much. But just in terms of like um, positive role model. <laughs> Wait, like did you say that he didn't teach you that much? No, I'm talking like no. In terms right, of like, right, 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 right. In terms of like, I know if I said to someone like um, <laughs> a Doctor Diali, whatever, <laughs> who I had at some point, he was my teacher for like triple science, wasn't it? So they were, like he was he was my form tutor. That's what I mean. He didn't, I didn't have him for English or these other lessons, but I have been taught by him before. But I had people that were actually my teachers. But he's my form tutor. But like there was just something about him and how he dealt with me. There were points in like my life where he, I don't know if he knew stuff was going on or. And my mum has quite a, had quite a big affinity for him, and he likes black women as well. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on now. Wait, when, I, when I was in school, he's a white guy, isn't it? When I was in school. Ah, 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 yeah, ah. yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. You, you. you, know, you know, like when you're in school, like that that door where the, where the teachers go into in their staff room, like it must be crazy in there. For him, I've always wondered. It was crazy in it, car. I've always wondered what was uh, going on in the yeah, teacher's yeah, staff yeah, room. Yeah, 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 did yeah. you? Did you not know? No, I always yeah. wondered. I always wondered. Because like, what's behind those doors? What are they doing? Because their staff room was so right like, below mm. our main hall for lunch, innit? Mm. You'd always pass that staff room door. Um, and a lot of my English lessons were on that floor when I'd so like I always I always seem coming in and out of there, but like the door shuts very quickly. Yeah, it's, it's one of them like, doors, it's like that. What's behind like, the ah. door? Them them doors that they close behind them. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Family yeah, yeah. shut. It's like rah. But yeah, he, he probably my um one of yeah. And Miss Kotongale when I was in um sixth form. Interesting. She's my name. Soci- sociology teacher. Um and probably I'm trying to hmm, maybe other than maybe one person on the second, I was probably like the I could have been wrong, but like the energy gave, gave her, like she was quite, she didn't like she was far off in age from us. Mm. So that kind of helped me in regards to like life experience and conversations. And the fact she was um, teaching like a humanities project. So like. None of the men were trying to move to it now. I can even confirm, First nor deny. Huh? Don't do that. I, what I would say, guys, if, if you saw her. I'm just so saying. Yasmin. No, 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 I, I finished. <laughs> Why are you rushing? <laughs> Nah. When 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 the man is having fun, you are you are acting like he ain't been to school before. Yeah. And how the young boys react? I was at all boys school. We was on I heat. Yes. I went to an all boys school. You guys wasn't on heat for some of your male teachers. Don't lie. Don't say I lie now. I start talking about some of the girls' schools in my in my catchment area and how they were moving. Look at you in women's business yet again. I mean, business is booming. But, yeah. But, <laughs> Yeah, whatever, innit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can move on from false now. Thank you so much for your contribution. Yasmin, who is your favourite <laughs> teacher and why? I might have stayed the segment back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I didn't know that it was a question that everyone had to answer. Yeah. That's like, exactly, why am that's I answering for a number that false picked? But if you, you were present, know, we, 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 we all week. have to suffer equally. So, like, if you pick a, pick a number. Fair enough. Yeah. Can we continue? 
So my favorite teacher um, was Ms. Vores. Um, she was American. I'm pretty sure she was uh, from, I want to say Canada. And I think her- Hey, yo, you did not pass geography, boy. What? Hey, yo. Wait. She was American. She, she was, was American. Canadian. No, 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 no. I was gonna, no, 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 no. I was gonna say she was from New York, but then I was trying to remember if it was her fiance that was from New York, or if she was from Canada. So when I said she was American, like I'm trying to think back to, to secondary school, and I genuinely can't remember. But she was either from somewhere in Canada or she was from New York. So there there's a possibility that she's not American. I find she's French. <laughs> Nah, she's not French. You, <laughs> anyway, Chrissy knows what I'm saying. But the Chrissy point doesn't, is, you know. She was always talking about her fiancé, and I can't remember if it was the fiancé that was okay. Canadian or if he was from New York. So I'm saying one or the other is correct, but I don't remember which so one. If they have a child, their child is definitely from America and Canada. No, 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 because she also told us that the engagement got broken off. But anyway, the point of the ah. is she was a dope teacher. She was very um, gung-ho about teaching us about... Um, Black history and making sure that being in a uh, all girls school that was predominantly black, right, um, or global majority ethnic. No, no, no. We got predominantly black. That that feels nice. Like was um, <laughs> Bridgen. Yeah, the terminology switched up now. It's not. It's no longer POC. But right. anyway, we will get back to that one. But the the thing has. No, that's, that's all you. Uh huh. Um. I think she was an incredible teacher. She made education come to life. And um, now, knowing that there is neurodiversity at play, I think it was very important for me to have teachers that actually made education feel like it wasn't just them reading very dryly from a textbook. Mm. Okay. Um, and she was very good at that. Um, and she also, although I probably shouldn't say this on record, but I don't think she's a teacher anymore, so it is what it is. But... Um, yeah, there were occasions she'd kind of pull me out of class because I, th- I didn't really say on record that I wanted to be a comedian, but I think there were kind of very clear undertones. I used to do impressions and stuff. So she would pull me out of my uh, registration period to go and like... What's that outside the staff room? The staff room? <laughs> You're moving mad. Nah. If you want me to sign your planner, do that impression of Tell some uh, jokes, Queen Latifah. Nah, but it was, it, was, it was for like the year tens and year elevens at the time. So that kind of just got me some some extra props. So it also um, helped out in the creative journey in the long run, which I'm quite happy for in terms of just writing. And what overall stuff. grade did you get for her class? Oh, no, she, she, she wasn't that kind of teacher that was on some like, I'm going to bump your grades up. Yeah. type of beat you still had to study and do hard it if you think I'm out here doing deaf comedy jam and you ain't no <laughs> getting A star are you not crazy <laughs> what oh listen I don't remember that far back I don't even remember history as a GCSE like um, I definitely did not continue it into okay. um, yeah the, the the end period I don't remember none of that but no she was a she was a very amazing teacher and kind of set the standard I feel um, there were other teachers but Personality-wise, it just wasn't that. I feel like from an education standpoint and personality, she was just really dope. Shout out to Mrs. Vores. Is it Vores? Miss Vores, yeah. Miss Vores. Yeah. Vores. What about you? Uh, Mr. Lloyd Williams. Okay. okay. Double barreled. The fool, son. Not even double barreled. Lloyd was his first name. Oh, we just, oh right. We just found just out and just... Whole name. Start calling him Lloyd Williams. <laughs> Lloydy. The thing is, is that like... Um, he was my form tutor for the last two years of school. Okay. And um, 
when I first joined his class, I was like, this Don is just mad militant. And um, when you're at school, you don't appreciate certain things. Do you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Like, and in a school where like there wasn't that much order, he he had us in check. And um, eventually the respect levels between student and teacher was like something that created the bond between um, all of us. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like to the point where we got to understand him and he started to understand us. And um, as the bond grew, like despite um, us being like, you know, super familiar with each other, it was still, you still had to address him as sir. He was that type of old school militant Jamaican man. And um, he was like, yeah, my kids, they call me sir too. Like I enforced that in my household. My wife, she calls me sir too. <laughs> I'm like, shit then. Um, and like he was a black belt in in um, uh, judo. Were you guys stuff. aware of this at the time as well? Yeah. Um, he, yeah. Of course you guys got patterned up. <laughs> nah, the thing is, the thing is, is that like um, he didn't reveal that in the beginning. Okay. But um, as time went on, he let us know what he does um, outside of work. And he got all of his kids in, into it as well because yeah. he, he felt like there was a lot of discipline to learn from it. Yeah. And all other um, life lessons that you can learn from that. Yeah. And he tried to implement it um, within the classroom. Obviously not doing judo and all of these things. Um, but Just some of the principles that he teaches you. Yeah, man. And yeah. Um, he was someone that cared, you know, like, and um, he did what he could with um, what he was given. Do you know what I mean? So there was always like that that affinity, like even like with the the baddest dons in, in the year. Respected him. They they had that, uh, you know, and he was probably one of the only teachers that can level with the students at a certain point in time. So it was very appreciative at the time, man. And um, yeah, man, he, yeah. Have you guys seen any of your like... Um those teachers that had a big impact. Have you seen them since you've left school, left college, left uni? Um, I did. I saw him again years later. Um, yeah. Due to something unfortunate. Um, okay. Someone I went to school with, a friend of mine passed away. So um, he was, rest in peace. Yeah, so he was, he, he came down to the service and stuff like that. And it was, it was good to see him. Obviously a lot older and stuff so like um but yeah he was just happy to see you know all of he called us like his favorite students and it could be cap just because he saw us but um like, i truly believe it seat to perform in. i truly believe it and he he was like um the school got a lot better yeah but he said believe it or not i preferred you lot because it was it was different you lot were just you were you lot were smart but just misdirected a lot of the times yeah do you know what I mean? Like, whereas now it's just like there's no challenges. And no, I'm you're like, fine. Fair fine, enough. Fans, barely teachers. They don't like leaks. <laughs> they like kids with character. They don't want kids are just too patterned up. They don't, man. If you're listening to your teacher, please confirm yeah, what man. I'm saying to be true. You guys don't like leaks. Yeah. Like you like the child that's gonna like make you earn your coin a little bit. Not too crazy, but like yeah, man. Like, maybe earn this, innit? I don't know, innit? Like I can never be a teacher. So they'll fire me. Shout out to all the teachers out there, even like my friends now who are teachers. I, I don't know how you do it yeah. because when I was Hard in school, drugs. I oh. couldn't envision this. Yeah, <laughs> like dealing with someone else's children. 
And like and you can't smack them at a certain age group as well, like where you're just at the height of rudeness, sassiness, like Hormones, you know, I've teen, se- like, yeah, yeah, I've seen teachers get get attacked as well. So it's like, rah, <laughs> am I getting paid enough for this? Yeah, it's crazy, and I can't even do nothing back. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. Depends on what school you went to. Yeah, yeah, I've, seen some things. So, yeah, yeah. I've seen some things. Um, your turn now to pick a number. Uh, 15. 15. If you could pick between dating a superhero or a supervillain, which one would you choose? Mm. Superhero. Why? Because... I think it's stressful on both ends. Let me just say that, put that out there because you've got to fight either way. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to fight either way, innit? The villain has to to the villain is causing chaos. Yeah. And obviously the superhero is there to save the day and save the day in it. So well, this is your question about who would you rather date, innit? Yeah, but like you you have to put all of these things in into consideration, innit? Um probably a superhero because obviously like the I don't know, the good PR in it. Like everything is just cushy for the most part, mm. and um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it. Like as I'm saying it, I don't know because some of the villains, like they've got some valid points. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hear you, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, after watching this bitch down, man. After watching Wakanda Forever as well, like yeah, you know, Donnie had some points. As to, you know, he was seen as the villain, but was he's he really a villain? a villain? He's not I think a villain. he was more of an anti-hero than a villain, yeah. per se. Yeah. He wasn't out here, like, murking guys for fun because he's maniacal. It was just but, killing Earth. Like, what's up? But he was, <laughs> like, you lot are jeopardizing something that is dear to me. I'm going to sneak into your gates without even asking for permission. Yeah. Don't even knock. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Shuri and auntie were, like, you know... Burning their funeral clothes, yeah. having that like one to one bonding. Like, imagine that in real. It's well, yeah. Nah, it, do you know what? Yeah. After a certain time, it's not a spoiler. Yeah, actually, the embargo's been lifted. Yeah, like where by the water. Imagine, imagine, imagine this is Nollywood, yeah, and you're by the water, ah. and someone rose out of the water like a phoenix, Bam. <laughs> and said, "Oh, yeah, he's screaming, spoiler." Said, yeah, Nollywood, yeah, that yeah, man. with. with Wings at his feet. Jeremy Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, di- it's, it's different, man. It's, it's difficult, sorry. Um, but um, don't, yeah, don't, I'm don't just going to go on a whim and say superhero. Okay. Yeah, superhero. Yeah, superhero. Well, that actually leads on to the question I was going to ask. I just didn't want to interrupt you. Is it Marvel level of superhero? Is it the boys level of superhero? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? you got a good point. Open to interpretation. Okay. Because some of these superheroes seem kind of dry, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I just don't think I want to date a villain because they be out here killing people. I'm not really into all of that. So maybe if it's an anti-hero, yeah, why not? The hero's got to kill Dons as well. Yeah, but... You think they're just blowing up buildings with no one in them? No, but... dynamite? Avengers will wreck the whole city, but mm. they save the day, innit? Yeah. At least they'll feign... Like, ah, oh, I'm so sorry I have to do this. Because one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Like, yeah, depends true. what what side of the fence you're on. Mm. And you said it's boring. At least with the villain, it might be sexy. It might be a sexy death. Like, nah, come on. Like, so let's go out thing, swinging. Uh, uh, anti-hero, I feel like, is a nice middle ground between the two. Could you yeah. date Thanos? What for? He's 
to go to Infinity Stones. Listen, Fuck you mean? The only reason I'd be dating Thanos is because he seasons his food. Yeah, that's literally it. The I rest thought he was going to say something brazy. Yeah, oh, so no. did I. What did you think she was going to say? Um, I just thought she was going to say something brazy. Y'all nasty. Yeah. That we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're nasty. Hold this you. is what I'm getting on. That we are. <laughs> Listen, he was just I'm Jedi seasoning food. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny, yeah? Is me, Vaz, and Chrissy was all the same wavelength. Yaz is being mad wholesome. She's like, well, I'm going to be in this place and they're not going to season their food. Who's thinking sex? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, he was also a deadbeat, no? Yeah, when are you going to kill his you? He was a bum. Yeah. He was yeah. a bum. If I'm he was a terrible father. I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> nah, go on. But all I will Get say is, off, bro. Lucky Day's album slaps. <laughs> and so all annoying. I will say is, Serena Williams and Venus Williams are not complaining. You're That's all I'm going to say, innit? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Some <sighs> kids get picked and some kids don't. So. Fair. Yeah. Balls, what would you choose? You know me, I'm for the scandal. Like, yeah. Find my villain, man. Cause like you're saying, like some of these superheroes are a little bit dry and so the thi- yeah, the thing the thing you're really fighting for, like mm. Yeah, so like if you were to watch uh The Punisher, for example, Marvel, yeah. but he's not he's not a hero, nor is he a villain. Or he might be a hero, but he's uh, you just might as well be a civilian, nuts. bro. It's just nuts. He's just on his own thing, yeah, just doing on, a madness. Bro, come and sit with me, let's go to work, man. What are you for doing? For the greater man? good though. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Mm. Depending on who you speak to. Exactly, that's the thing. So, so like, obviously, um, the superheroes that we may have been watching as kids, now as adults, we look at things just based on, based off our own perspectives. Yeah. Based off what they've given us. And then it's like, hmm, are they a hero though? Mm. I used to see Batman as a hero as a kid. But now, yeah. looking a little bit different, isn't it? He needs therapy. Yeah, yeah the Donny's just rich and decided to just think about think about think about what he's using beat, all his riches for. Yeah, beat Don's up yeah. in the dark. Man's beating up addicts, homeless people. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like pick up some of your own size, bro. <laughs> yeah, like when you really choke up in it. So, um, and something that I've been pondering over for quite okay. a while. Go on. Do you ever dream about the same place? So, do you ever have a dream? On like separate nights, yeah. But you've gone back to a place in a dream, and you know you've been there before in a dream. Also, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've never known where I've been in my dreams. Fox, was that necessary? <laughs> that just felt, that just felt like you just had a shot <laughs> for any reason. That was a quicker than Amigos ad lib. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Mama. now>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, too easy. Um. Yeah, so do you ever, or have there been places where, like, you visited the same place or you're like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen the same person in a dream, but there have been places that I, in the dream, I'll be like, oh yeah, I've been here before. Like, I've been back to in my grandma's dream. house in a dream a couple of times. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But so. have, have you had that happen to places that aren't, like, Or that have, like, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I can't talk about that. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for sharing. So, all right, cool. So, have you had the same dream twice, no. or more than once? No, not the same dream. No, no, like the exact same one. No, no, not that I can recall. No, have you? I feel like I have, but again, 
I don't be knowing where I was. Like, maybe the people, yes. Right. Um, And everything else, just, I just didn't know where this place was. Fair. What about you guys? Did you? No, I I always feel like people who have the fortune of um, dreaming every night or regularly, for one, are very fortunate because that's not my ministry. (laughs) Two, um, (laughs) yeah, no, (coughs) it's funny. I was watching a film yesterday that's just recently come out on Netflix called Slumberland because Maruche um, Opia, who is in I May Destroy You, um, is in it alongside um, Jason Momoa, um, Chris O'Dowd. Um, and it's kind of like a PG version of like Inception meets Big Fish um, and some other really cool movies that we would have seen, but it's, it's for children. And the, the whole concept of it is about dreams and sleep right. um, and the kind of fantasy world that comes with it. I don't really want to say more than that because I feel like it will kind of spoil it, but mm. if you can watch it, do have a, do have a, a little gander. And basically what you're saying kind of ties into that about revisiting the same place or revisiting like a particular place and even as i was watching it yesterday i did think to myself like how how lucky it is for for that to come up as a concept is is clearly something that either this person has had regular dreams or recurrent dreams about the same thing i don't have that but <clears throat> my sleep is also very broken and has always been very broken for as long as i can remember so that's probably why if i do have dreams they're very very vivid so to dream them more than once, I think would probably take too much out of my body yeah. or I have no dreams at all. And if I do ha- dreams, I, I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that, this is a whole other conversation for me. So I'm just happy to just listen. I feel yeah. like you've, you've shared a lot. You've yeah, shared, yeah, shared yeah, way more than you wanted to. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like fools. Can you segue <laughs> nah, to the me. dating topics? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know what it is though? Dreams are like um, something that I, I don't think like people discuss enough in depth like in like what it may mean mm. like how does this shit come to you bro because like for me i can go through a spell of like dreaming every day and then not dreaming at all really? and it's like what made me dream and then why has it gone mm. do you know what i'm saying like it just makes me like no, it just makes a me, good thought to have yeah. it just makes me question these things like i like but, but you what, know what you said about People not talking about their dreams enough. I dream pretty much every night. It's stranger for me to not have a dream. Really? Than it is to have a dream. Am I in your dreams? Um, so what will happen? <laughs> mad. <laughs> yeah, you've had a little mad. cameo. Mad, mad, mad. Um, mad, mad. When I was younger, my mum would always encourage us to tell her what our dreams were. She was like, no matter how silly it sounds, no matter how ridiculous. Yeah. And I remember her saying, like, the more you talk about them, the more you'll remember them. Like, it, because you, you're kind of almost training yourself. Like, it won't be a thing of, like, as soon as you wake up, the dream's gone. So, because of that, now, like, I'll always remember the dreams that I have. Sometimes I might have, like, if I don't, if I have, like, a particularly strange dream and I don't think about it much when I wake up, I won't remember all of it by the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah. if I'm like going to work and I'm like, oh, that was so strange that this happened, this happened, this happened. I can recall them like long after. And then I'll also have times when I'll be like, oh my God, I've literally been to this very place, even though I've never been there in real life. Mm. But I've been there in my dreams more than Does once. Does it have, is there a significance to the revisiting thing? I, 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 I don't know. If you never asked me, I don't, I don't think I had this com- um, conversation. So thanks for asking. But like, is there, do you guys think like there's any significance if you like, you're re- revisiting certain 
places or memories or well people say that like um some of these things mean things yeah. do you know yeah. what i'm saying like but it, um someone can dream like of nothing but spiders and they say that there's meaning behind it like why is because it's so specific do you know what yeah. i'm saying like and um sometimes it's like raw like i wish i could dictate my dreams do you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i want to tap into you, that like, <laughs> element of you mind. can can you? Yeah. You can, because a lot, a lot of them are um, psychology based. So, like with the the most recurrent, I think dream is something about teeth falling out, and that's linked to like anxiety or fear of like uh, an impending event or someone's pregnant. Yeah, the fish thing. If people dream about fish or something, that it supposedly means someone's pregnant. Um, so wow. it, it is. It is good. Like when you, if you can remember it and then look up like key things, a lot of the time it does kind of relate to key events that are happening within your life or if i don't know say that you've got like a pending job interview you might be a bit pensive or you're having a madness with your partner or ex-partner or whatever behind closed doors like some of those emotions do correlate what, yeah why why the significance of the imagery in the dreams i don't know it is something i've been wanting to read into yeah some time but psychologically it does from from a psychology perspective a lot of it does make sense yeah yeah, yeah. it's mad because like some of my dreams have been in 30 um 360p and some of my other dreams have been in 4k mm. yeah having a vivid like, dream oh having God, a dream in crime watch camera is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's very it's very like grainy where like you don't remember much there's only there's like, like key pieces of like it's it's a it's a brain fuck and then you've got like the mad vivid ones where you wake up and it still feels real mm. i might have to like take a visit to one of the elders in the family and see if you can uh, tap into a conversation with the ancestors and yeah, find out what's going on in these dreams and stuff. I was like, right, like, why does my vivid dreams like have to be sad ones? Mm. You know, why can't I dream of getting neck in 4K? Well, speak to God. And I mean, that's all from me. This <laughs> what's week. killing Thank me? You so much. That's a tough crowd right there. <laughs> a man has wishes? Um, Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, right. I yeah. hope you get all you wish for in this life. Very true. If that's what if that's what's weighing heavy on your heart. Yeah. Then. Put a mic in front of people and they want to be different. Ooh. Like I won't drag you off the podcast. I said new hair, new you. <laughs> Young Rapunzel. Society we can drag, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you good? Okay. Are you good? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm well. Cheers, okay. guys. Cheers. Chrissy, uh-huh. young, young, friendly fire. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. A L- little bit of friendly smoke. Mm. No? I'm done. Thank you. I love that energy. So um, are we off the, the Chrissy, dreaming chat? Chrissy's corner was fantastic. <laughs> it was. The, the condescending it. undertones right now are just killing me, you know? It's a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I enjoyed it. You thoroughly enjoyed did it, you, yeah? Did you not enjoy it? Don't drag them into this. What am I saying? Did you? Did, did you? you not? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Screw you. I'm glad you enjoyed, guys. Bit of what goes on in my mind, you know. Mm. I like just anytime you have a little random thought, just yeah. I have so many. Yeah, because I know I've asked me that before, and I was thinking, because mm. when I'm more I've... stressed out, so when I'm like, yeah, the dreams I struggle. Like, it's either they don't happen or like I can't, I can't remember them at all. Like it's proper weird. Mm. I will, I will even dream if I have a nap, and <laughs> you not be having those. You're living a good life. Oh, with the, you know, it's mid, I've been on annual leave. I've been on annual leave since last Thursday. And then I go back to work on Thursday. So I've just been like... Is that why your skin's looking so good? Because you're well rested, isn't it? 
and SPF. Love that for you. Come on. Do you know I wanted to go to? You know, before I was saying before we start recording the podcast, yeah, that I wanted to start this episode playing Lamar 50 50. Yeah, which would have made some sense about the next topic I wanted to get into. Um, I don't know if you guys seen this clip, uh, Michelle Obama. She was sat down. I sent in um, while, while she find it, Vans. Um, so she's basically talking about. I've got it her, up. Oh, you got it up? Mm. Cool. You know, you can play it and then she can say way better than I can explain. And one time you and we'll said you miss me. Now we want everything to, you know, when life is everything like that. I don't know if you guys that. seen the clip or not. Um, marriages, we have to understand that marriage is never 50-50. Um, and you know, you, you sort of wonder how that idea kind of got out there. Um, I have found that if you stick with it, you know, over the course of your entire relationship, you may have 50, 50 over time. Mm. But if I look over my marriage, if I were to judge it in year five or year 10, there was never 50, 50, somebody was always giving way more. Someone always <laughs> needed a different kind of thing. You have to evolve with it. Um, and so, yeah, there were times when I felt like I was 70% in and he was doing 30%. Um, but I think that, and, and I've had to compromise uh, as he has, I've had to, because of the choices that I made in the terms of how I wanted our family to look, yeah. I had to take my foot off of my career gas pedal, uh, never putting on the brake, but slowing up a little bit. Um, those are the natural compromises that are required. And I feel bad when I see young people giving up on their relationships mm -hmm. because there's there are periods of hard their periods of discomfort. Um, the, as I have told young people who ask me about marriage, I was like, you have to be prepared to have long stretches of discomfort. Mm -hmm. And long, I mean, it could last for years. Uh, and don't put kids into the equation because that's just another layer of complication. You love them to death, but they will shake your marriage up and turn you both upside down. <laughs> Uh, so I think it's important for us to be honest in those conversations, not to glamorize what a partnership feels like, because then uh, young people quit too soon. Mm -hmm. They quit before they've really, you know, played out the full scenario. Um, Thoughts? Don't do that. I agree with her. I agree wholeheartedly because you <clears throat> in life, like regardless of what the relationship is, whether it's friendship like parent partner whatever it is it's impossible for the balance to always be even because we're going to have different needs at different points of times in our life if you have one person in the relationship that is unwell for whatever reason they've got a long-term sickness it's going to be impossible for them to put in 50 percent of that time and what they need from you you know in order to make things work in that moment is for you to give 70 percent i might need 110 if i'm sick <laughs> grow up um, <laughs> what Vans young man flu come and rub my back it's man. Kind of like you crazy. Feel like you're dying just because two little sniffles anyway um and so in that moment you you have not you have to but you need to give 70 percent because they can only give 30 yeah I think where the issue lies is if you have someone who is perpetually not pulling their weight so to speak mm. and you know that other person can't rely on them as much or when they need them to or when it's your turn to, you know, be the strong person in that point in time, you're not there because it's hard or I've got other commitments. It's about, I think in those times you see how dedicated 
one partner is to another, not in the times when things are going right, but when you need someone, you know, when you can only give that. When we're in the trenches, you're going to see who's really who. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, um, it's not going to be like, if you're in a long-term relationship, it's not going to be sunshine and roses all the time. There might be like period, like there might be a month or so where you're not necessarily beefing, but you're just not in sync. And it's not, it's not quite clicking. You're not finishing each other's sentences. It's not, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, a little bit ugh. and you don't you don't give up in those times but also you need to know when to quit okay <laughs> basically what you said is leave that's all i heard leave okay all right go. i mean i think that um people tend to sometimes forget that we're humans in a human relationship because um, as a standalone, like I'm not gonna be a hundred percent all the time, and sometimes, um, like I can give, let's say, to someone else forty percent, but it's a hundred percent to me. Sometimes I don't even give myself forty percent. Do you know what I'm saying? Like my like, own self, the love of myself, I don't even give myself forty percent. But like, yeah, like, like I said, man, like sometimes your hundred percent could be a forty percent. Like yeah. it's what you have at the time. Like you're doing your best in a time where you're going through something. Just just you on your own without yeah. a, a partner. So yeah. like to say that to get into a relationship and you being a hundred percent all the time is just mythical for me. Like I don't, I don't believe in that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like within a partnership you are, you know, sort of having that other person is to make things a little bit easier. If you need that pull where you can't get from anyone else, you look at your person. That's why they're called your person in a sense. Right. But then, um, yeah, man, like for it to be like a fairy tale is very idealistic, man, because, you know, um, I think the main point that she was probably trying to make is that like the, the generation that she's currently seeing at the moment is that they give up too quickly. Mm. This is why she, it brought her to the place where it's not going to be what you think it may be. Like sometimes yeah. like, you know, the other person may not be um, connected into something where you lot found your connection in the first place, how we got here. Right. Um, and, you know, like, I mean, we've all been in relationships where, you know, sometimes it doesn't feel the best at times. Do you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, so um, to expect something else just because it's called a marriage, um, I think that's where it prepares or it sets people up to kind of fail if they have. Yeah, because it's not the final stop, in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, but... That's just, um, you know, my small observation on, on what she said. I think some of the said. pushback that I would maybe give or I understand in terms of the points people I've seen given is that, like, you're also, she's also from a certain generation. So one could argue she's saying she thinks they give up too easily. Some could argue people of a certain generation... You didn't give up quick enough. Yeah, they stay too long. <laughs> yeah, you stay too long. This thing it could be, yeah. This thing isn't serving you. It it's hurting be. you more than it's helping you. And you're staying because of the prestige and the gravitas of marriage and also let's keep it a buck these niggas ain't barack obama bro <laughs> you're gonna find some things with the president of the united states like yeah, it worked out for you innit? Like, you she didn't get married and he was barack the next day of course but like in the end it works so like remember you're she's giving this relationship advice off the back of hindsight and it's working or at yeah. least us believing it works yeah yeah because whatever sacrifices she may have had to make or times and it was imbalanced 
I got to the highest office office in the land, mm-hmm. and whatever promises Donny probably made. Obviously, I think she released a book as well, so there's a bit she goes into a bit more. Donny fulfilled that, innit? But I think it was even I was watching the thing where they were talking about like I think they were in different states at the time, and obviously naturally because you're not there, you can't give your element. But she was at home with the kids, and Donny was when like his day of work was done was in the gym. But listen, I'm about to be president. I need to show Putin <laughs> these gains, isn't it? <laughs> You're here talking about these fucking kids and homework. <laughs> oh <my God>. oh <laughs> Get out of my face, man. <laughs> You're the pro- You're I'm you going to the G8 summit, s- yeah? <laughs> I need to shake all these guys' hands. I need to feel my presence. I hear it. Yeah, come on, man. I hear it, man. Like when, I, when I retire, I will get back to it. it. So, sacrifice, isn't it? You wouldn't make a sacrifice for someone that's going to become the first black prime minister of the country? Sacrifices are made. And we're speaking about, you know, people that are doing things that are extraordinary. It's not um, your standard, uh, we go to work and go home kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? It's more yeah, it's different. The thing is, is that like, um, and it's not to shit on a regular person because that's what I am, but it's just the goalposts are, are different. When you're speaking as a former first lady, come on, um, someone that has been on this political trail for so long, and obviously, like getting to the point where they're seeing that this could be a possibility of me being at the highest office, you know. So I don't know, man. Like maybe that she may have been talking about like before they even knew what the fuck they were gonna be doing. Of course, I'm sure. Listen, like I think she was was Michelle. I don't a lawyer. even know. I don't she know how long she was a high yeah. flyer at the start. Like he yes. was like you know, and she kind of had to put her career on hold a little bit. I think mm-hmm. we um. Do you remember? When we was um. Did you watch the Bel Air? We spoke about it, like that scene where they were having a conversation about like she was was it photography? What was the thing she, she was, was an doing? artist? An, she was an artist in it. So and like, she kind of like still put was, her, yeah put on hold it with a family in it like and. That dynamic of like again politics. Mm-hmm. He wants to get into politics. I see his, his thing, but like, what does this mean for me? And what does it mean for my identity? Am I now just the first lady? Yeah. Like, what do I do? Am I just the person next to the person? Yeah, yeah. You know, so. I mean, these are conversations that you're gonna have, especially when you um, meet someone and you know you have your own aspirations. She yeah. has her own aspirations, um, and. Whether you want to do this family thing or not, someone has to take a step back. But who? Traditionally, it's the woman doing it. Yeah, but now it's a new day. It is, but I think when we're getting into a space of like economic crisis, people start pushing more back towards traditional stuff. Yeah. Because it's like, those <clears> things also serve me and help me. And at least that gives me some level of security. So yes, it's a new day, mm-hmm. but I don't think that the generation of guys going up now are going... Okay, cool. I'm gonna be at home for a couple of years, bro. There's a couple of men that would be like, "Yeah, do you know what? I hear it still. Well, I'm gonna chill." House. Yeah, on whose coin? Could be on her coin. Could be on the house spot on hours, maybe. I don't know. Um, I know but it, it just to, depends. It has, like, it you work on your diet, though, because that in the, in the, if we're going non-traditional, it's the like for like. We're going on a breadwinner. Your woman's your woman's a breadwinner. You're at home. Mm. Do you think a lot of, in your circle? Let's go like our personal. We're not gonna, Go too too crazy, but like, do you think in the man them around you now? We're like, yeah, I can sit at home on my lady's coin. Probably not. Yeah. Do do I think they could? Yes. Do I think they would? No. Why I think you're yes. thinking too linear. To be honest, yeah, with yeah. You. Actually, I feel yeah, like I in this 2022, if there is if there is a, a a guy that is 
at home, though I'm speaking purely from a heterosexual perspective now. Don't worry, we'll get to the gays as well. Nah, we can do that nah, too. No, 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 because because of the example that you use. But yeah. I'm saying, thinking about what a lot of like yourselves, your yeah. content creators, your podcasters. Yeah. So you're sitting at home. It's not sitting at home. You yeah. would find a way to flip that to your benefit while yeah. still being at home okay. with your children. Yeah. So I feel like you guys are looking at this from a 1950s angle when when we're the, the example is today hey, but the, you're not adding only, it today, only one yeah. of us is around in the 50s <laughs> <laughs> no, but, well, yeah. but, 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 only but, one of us but you get what i'm saying though yeah. is that like i feel like if guys of today for whatever reason had to be the breadwinners um had to be the um caregivers the yeah, yeah the homemakers the, the caregivers of their children at home whilst maybe the wife is doing more a quote-unquote traditional office has to be a shambles yeah. off on the ceiling <laughs> shambles i feel like a lot of guys would find a way if if they're able to manage you know doing the school run and everything else those during the day hours to like be uh, broadcasting to Twitch, you know, having a little pundit sat in there, like, or you know, finding a way to flip it. I don't think that it would be as as linear or or generic as just being at home with the kids. And actually, mm. given how many, like, I couldn't tell you what it is that um the Cabs family do for a living, but what I do know is that they found a way turn the family to turn the family into a yeah. business. And I feel like the way a lot of guys think now. Like, look at, you know, the filthy fellas and that. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of people be like, well, what is it that they actually do? But obviously, if you're paying attention, you get what I'm saying? So if if I'm now to use yourselves as an example, yeah. you know, when there's been instances where someone's not feeling too well or whatever, you guys find a way to record from home. So if, if we're thinking from that perspective, I don't think that it is as as linear or as, you know, mundane as yeah. as the former generations yeah. have been yeah. i feel like yeah, there would point. be a way for you both to still bring in an income even if it is the one person that's supporting it with a traditional role yeah. i feel like in, in a heteronormative perspective like men would still be able to hold that hold their own in a way that can actually still benefit you guys growing forward and it all still marries into tech or what or social media or whatever so yeah I don't know. absolutely I, I think we're man. thinking too, too small i think it's a space we're in i think you still have to i think lily would still help in the like you said, we, we were talking about um, like the Michelle and, and Barack example. Of course. That doesn't re- represent majority of the population. They're a past Major- generation yeah, in how ma- they've ma- done yeah, it. Majority of people like, aren't content creators. Mm. Yes, things have changed because of the pandemic. So a lot of us are working from home. Mm. But in terms of the like for like examples is most people have a, it's not if, don't want to use box and like have a normal job in it. Mm. They're not, they're not content creators in it. So I get like for us, if you specifically talk about me and Vans, mm. why that might ring true. But the average person it would be it would be a different outcome because you have a job, you don't have this second. Not everyone. Maybe we're probably also being forced more into the second hustle because they're oppressing us with like stagnant well, wages and economic difficulties yeah, don't course. allow for that. But like even tech roles, you can do at home now. Like yeah. I know I know a lot of companies have tried to push back after the pandemic. Like yeah. nah, man, too many of y'all being bum ass at home. Like we need y'all taking back in the naps. Yeah, that like taking home. naps. But again, because because of what that shift was, it has yeah. created a whole plethora of roles that can be done remotely now and this is again why i feel like there is actually for the first time more scope for men to be at home and maybe not feel emasculated for whatever reason like you can still do your thing and make your coin yeah. whether that means that you're being an active caregiver that's your own in it like i'm not here to scream being, brave, being, being a stay-at-home dad's brazy and your wife's still doing the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. all the duties yeah, that's no, crazy no, no but that is a good point to raise because like you know you could be in a house and not be present at the same time do you know yeah. what i'm saying so like yeah. um you know, just to add to, um, to Yazzie's point and, and me saying that it's a new day, like a lot of these examples is what I see my day-to-day at work. Like, yeah. you know, there's there's people that are just at home. 
with their spouses because their roles have afforded them to, to you know, do this. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, to, to, to some people, they were like, they could be like, you know, it's benefited their relationship or their marriage or whatever their fi- family dynamic is. Yeah. And some, it may not go that way, but it's just the options are there now in, in a way that it's never been before. That's Do you know true, what I'm saying yeah. for the for the regular or the average person like um and we've seen something like this in in um in the pub in the celebrity world with um Tom Brady and uh his wife Giselle well, yeah. I think they've filed for a divorce now yeah. well not they she filed oh she filed <laughs> yeah. for the divorce she um put her career on hold um to look after the kids and the family you know prioritizing that and, and she an wanted to high flyer, bro. She has more money than him. Do you know what I'm saying? But she put that to the side. And then he's at an age where in professional sports, quote unquote, you would retire. He should be retired, yeah. Should be retired. He did that. And then I'm guessing he was at home and he was like, nah. <laughs> Well, this is what you have to deal with all these kids. I'm going back to work. He man. was like, nah, I'm going back to work. So obviously she's like, rah. This ain't working for me, so I'm out. Yeah, I'm I better think, off doing it on my own. The story is a promise is broken, isn't it? Yeah. He had, they had a timeline, and then he reneged on the timeline and went back. I think he won. Uh, nigga, you 38. Like, now, I don't know if he's winning. It's like, you're risking all of this, and it's like, not even working out. So, mm. um, and, it, and it's a real conversation. Like, of course, celebrities aren't, but it's real. It's like, yo, after, like everyone has to have like, a, well, I'll put my fingers on the back burner for now, but where, how long for? Yeah. How long yeah. for? What are you doing this for? Because you're like 300 M's up. It can't be for the bread. Yeah. Maybe he's a workaholic. Maybe he's, a, maybe. maybe he's addicted to that thing, isn't it? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because yeah. some people also, like, also the, another part of it, some people actually, like, even people that retire, they now don't have that thing anymore. Mm-hmm. They die earlier. Like, they need that routine, innit? Yeah. You know? Something that you've kind of always known and you've been at the top. You might be trying to break records. And, and you're in, the GOAT. You're, the cha- you're yeah. widely considered the GOAT in that sport. Um, she's widely considered as one of the GOATs of her generation in um, the modelling industry. Yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know, man. Like, it's do whatever works for you lot. But if you're chasing greatness, there's, there's some sacrifices. No, but he's, cha- he's chased the greatness and he's accumulated the greatness. I might be trying to go past the next point. You can see Ronaldo it's trying to claim no. goals that are not his. <laughs> like, <laughs> Donny wants, like, all the accolades, in it? So, I don't know, in it? Like, but it's just, it's very, some people are like, rah, like, what's there to be upset about? But then, it's even like with the Kanye thing. Like, you've done all this stuff, but, like, all I really wanted was some level of normalcy. I might just want you to... Be here when the kids get back from school. Yeah. Take them to school, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. God rest his soul, um, Kobe Bryant. We saw the lengths he went to to still try and have some normalcy where it's like, I will take a helicopter ride so I can make the meeting and I can still make practice. I can do these things, isn't it? Like, you can, yeah. I mean, like. And that's essentially what I think the money should be there for. Yeah. At that level, yeah, to yeah. make it make sense that you can do all of it. Or if we do then sacrifice, it means that maybe I'll pull back from work so I can be at home more. Especially like when you're coming towards the tail end of your career. You shouldn't be out of the house as much as you are, which could be the 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 catalyst of her gripes. Yeah. But also, you've seen them uncles at LA Lounge, like they should be retired, but they're still oh. outside, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <This> guy. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I try to leave. <laughs> Don't use that song for evil. <laughs> no. Something he's pulling me, me back. Me back. back. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. <laughs> So yeah, um, I, was, I didn't mate. get a chance to ask Chrissy, would you sacrifice for the next, uh, or the first 
black prime minister of the UK? Are you ready to put your job on hold? Think about where you are right now. And he comes into your life. I can leave that place tomorrow. Okay, cool, cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I can hand him a laptop. Okay, so you're ready to... Okay, cool. Yeah, but um, I have to feel like there's... That there's a chance. You have to believe in a vision. You can't tell me like, oh, I want to become a rapper, like quit your job and support me. And then I'm just going to like... Oh, yeah, that's it. that's the most extreme example. Come on, man. If you come, if you came to me in Vans with that, we might, we might rush him. Like, we have to get rid of him for you. Thank you. Um, Why can he be anything else but, but a rapper? Why yeah. can't he not be a rapper? Think about age now. Like, think of coming and saying, like, I'm trying to start now. Yeah. Maybe it was a, a talent that you've always had and you've suppressed it. Suppress it some more. There you go. That's it. Yeah. It is hate. Awesome hate. Sounds like hate to me. Sounds like um, hate to me. I think as long as you're not expecting me to just give up my life and yeah. and they're putting in some sort of effort towards it as well, fine. But if you're just like, oh, babes, pack your bag. We're going to Washington. Huh? Mm. I'm getting my nails done tomorrow. Hey, man. You're going to let nails stand in the way of you being the first black woman outside 10 Downing Street next to your husband? Yeah. I mean, you Are know. Are we still talking about rap? No, I was just on one now. I'm like, what? Like, where we going? Why are you going to Washington to bust your career? What? A rapping, a rapping, a rapping prime minister. <laughs> a rapping prime minister, president is that like? But I think the overall point is there will be sacrifice in relationships. Yeah. It's not always going to be 50-50. I think part of the reason why this conversation blew up is obviously it starts becoming a gender conversation because it's traditionally women that get the short and then stick when it comes to this, isn't it? Yeah. Because they're the ones that you're, you're the ones going to have the child. You're the ones going to put your career on hold. And that means... Do we have a, a money part saved already? Do you, like what does it look like going forward? Yeah. Who's gonna pick up the kids? These are real things. It's all patriarchy as well. Like yeah. even just like the laws in this country, just surrounding like when you have a kid. Because how much time do you get off when you had a child? At the time, two weeks. Jesus. Agency work ridiculous. as well, statutory pay. Like so, it was, it was uh, peanuts. Most and then ridiculous thing I've ever. I had heard. to take like um, just like a week. Or yeah, a week. like a week at your holiday of, balance. Oh my holiday balance. So it was three weeks in total, but it's nowhere near enough. Yeah. It's archaic. It's, it, it really it's crazy. Speaks, it speaks to how unimportant that the government and higher powers feel that men's part is in rearing children. And it's that's insane to me. Yeah. That's actually insane to me. Two weeks. The baby's head has still got steam coming off the top of it. That's how fresh the baby is. Two <laughs> Two, yeah. one and two, two yeah. and one. The thing is, yeah, the two weeks are so short, you might as well not even take it. Bedroom. <laughs> you might as well go to work. Two. It was horrible, man. Like, and I just, like, maybe because I wasn't a parent prior, like, I didn't really pay attention to it and it didn't really affect me in in that way prior. But then, yeah. like, when I was in it, I was like, this is nowhere yeah. near enough. Even, like, just... Um, from a support level, um, you, you feel know, guilty. Let, let alone, yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. But you know, um, it would. I had no other choice because it was. I got to make this bread. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, it, it's. It, I'm starting to see it change a little bit. Yeah. Um, Shout out to people that had babies during lockdown. Yeah, and um, yeah, cheat code. Yeah, and, you wanna, yeah. And, and you know, some of these companies are starting to really implement um, longer time periods. Good. 
necessary. As they should. As you they can should. share the time. Some some yeah. can you can share. Or the, just uh, have both of the you know your family like your little family that you're creating just all be at home. Like it should be that. But I see my sister thriving with my niece. Like little, little lockdown baby, work from home. Things are pat, and then even to his credit, like her partner, like yo, I'm I'm a dude. The school, I'm gonna I'm gonna move stuff around so that I'm doing this, I'm doing that. So to your point earlier on that. It's some great. some guys are changing, isn't it? And like, not that you need to get extra credit because that's your child. You meant to do that, but the conversations around these things are changing, and some of the actions from some people and some men specifically are changing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, man. So, so yeah, you know, shout out to the <coughs> breeders out there, man. Have the youth, then, man. Whilst they whilst you work from home, man. Time is of the essence. <laughs> so time is of the essence. Why are you looking like that? I, listen, I, why are you acting surprised? You shouldn't be shocked at all by my. Verbiage, my antics, my behavior. This is my one safe space, and you want to take it from me? No, it's my fault for expecting better of you. Mad. Fair. Fair so look, look, what, look what you're doing to Yazzie. You're boring her. She's yawning. See her there? Yeah. She's fully on the mic. Reggie, I was here on time, man. I got a hospital appointment at 9 a.m. Like, let's uh, go, let's go. <laughs> 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 Everyone's been super honest with me. I love you, listen. <laughs> Nigga, man, let, let's get to you. Know, you know what we can get to? I get what, the best of yeah. me. My energy is depleted. Okay, before your energy goes, um, part of the reason why you're here, what you got going on recently, because I know obviously we started with like who you are, your background, for people that don't know. Let's dive into um, what's been happening recently and some of the wins and you know um, where people can sort of show love and support. Forgive me. No, no, we've, we've forgiven you already. Uh, ge- no, genuinely, I wasn't yawning. Cause what, what you no, no, it was, it was what Chrissy said. It was what Chrissy said. <laughs> Woo, let me find a second wind. Yeah. Um, run the question again. Yo, what have I got going on? Yeah, is that is that what's up? Yeah, what's going on? What's going on with you at the moment? Okay. Um, and how can we show love to our friend and bigger up and love? No, honestly, yeah. thank you so much for even inviting me in the first place. It really does mean a lot because like yeah. it's it's been an uphill and pushing and promoting anything that you you work or you seek to create. It's it's not easy. Like the the PR machine. It's a team effort, you know. Yeah. This is why people have, like, you know, you're speaking on Stormzy. He's got all of uh, 0207 and 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 Murky and fans untold mm. and a network, etc., etc. Like, this is years in the making, you know, when you're very grassroots, regardless of the, the seven years prior that I may well have. It's like, that still requires a certain level of knocking on doors. Um, and you know what? Big shouts to all of you guys because, you know, of your own accord have done a little one-two Instagram post or a tweet and it means a lot you know because that's visibility and whether people want to engage with it or not it's something that people will see and so I I appreciate that because without without asking or without prompting you know a lot of my tribe and my extended network were just like rah big up let me repost um and what people chose to repost is the fact that um I got to have my directorial debut across channel four um I wrote and directed a short film called unfit to work and it was uh, one of two films that were commissioned to celebrate uh, Channel 4's 40th anniversary celebration. So the channel was launched in 1982 um, as a very late 80s baby. Um, and all of the films needing to be set within the 80s, I decided to base my film on the 1980s job market crisis of the Thatcher era. So, you Ooh, know, good topic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that dissimilar from like, you know, the, the cost of living crisis that we're going through now. So that was another reason that I thought, yeah, it was, it was quite quite fitting. Um, and also within that time um, was the HIV and AIDS endemic. You know, uh, a lot of people were, were lost due to 
this unfortunate um, and very devastating crisis um, and, and medical emergency that, again, um, in terms of how it was handled, the whole, I feel like it was a very short period of time, but that monkeypox situation and how people were kind of going after queer folks was like, wrong. Oh, the same with the gay disease. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, mm. and, that's, and that's exactly what all the newspapers were saying. So, you know, to, to make this film that I, I specifically decided I didn't want it to have any... Um, there was no scripted dialogue. I didn't want anybody to say a single word because um, before before the contract was signed, it was something that would be between five to seven minutes. And then this broadcaster really did browbeat me into like, no, it needs to be a firm five minutes. So I've had to fight for every single image that was seen on screen. Every single second had to count. And if I then had to be keep writing and rewriting script dialogue as to what what is said, it wouldn't have made sense, um, but but the main reason why this film is important is because it was um, a uh, disability director scheme, um, and it was the first time I said out loud that I had ADHD, um, which was a very reaffirming thing for me, or affirming thing for me to one be accepted um, off the off the strength of my idea alone, um, and two that actually doesn't make me any different. If anything, it makes me a lot stronger because I know I know that my neurodiverse mind that has a million ideas a minute actually is able to pour it. That might be your superpower. Useful. This is exactly it. Um, and so, yeah, man, like it's it's been it's been a journey. You know, I, I'm not gonna sit here and rubbish anybody because um, you know even even in its um, you know troughs, there's been its peaks. Um, I've learned a hell of a lot. Uh, some of the lessons I don't think I would have wanted to learn it that way, but I'm glad that I did. Um, and so now I'm just on the other side of it now where it's, it's pushing and promoting. So it broadcast uh, last week, uh, technically Thursday morning, but it was Wednesday night at five past midnight after ZZ Mills Unapologetic. Um, well, you're, you're in the black segment over there. Yeah, man. Mm. Um, you know, and um, I I had my little concerns because I was like, I know that, that that shows riled up some peoples in, in a particular way. Chrissy's smiling in the corner. I see you. I'm going to avoid your eye contact for now. <laughs> but yeah, it's riled up some people. And so, um, you know, I did wonder what's people's temperament going to be then when they, if they're still awake to see this five minute short film, that as much as it's meant to be heartwarming and lighthearted, I do want it to speak to people. And, you know, there's been a lot of feedback in regards to like, raw. I can't believe that like people with various visible and invisible disabilities were treated this way in the job center in the 80s and that's been an interesting take in itself because it's like what makes you think that's not still happening today absolutely because there was a time um in my life where i was in the job center do you know what i'm saying and like i didn't like the treatment in there at all mm. it just made me feel um worthless in a sense yep. do you know what i'm saying like especially like with everything that i had achieved mm -hmm. and stuff like that but on the job front it wasn't working for me mm -hmm. so obviously I just did, um, you know, what um, I knew was available to me. Mm -hmm. Go to the job centre and see. And it, was just, it wasn't a nice place to be. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, um, people with disabilities, like, it, it, it was just going to be a lot times worse because, like, you know, especially if you have, like, a, a visible disability, they're just going to look at you and, and class you as unfit. No pun, but... Um, but what I was going to ask you, like, as this was, like, your directorial debut and stuff, do you think that it was the best start for you to, to have a short five-minute film or do you think that you would have 
probably faced more challenges if it was like a, a longer feature? That's a good question. Um, I'm glad that I started off with a five minute short um, because in terms of number of script pages, there were it just just reached seven pages and. I guess the, the 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 rule, give or take, is meant to be a minute per page. And so even from that, from that sign-off, I was already told it's too long. And I had to fight for every single page because it's like, it's long because I'm having to describe every scene because there's no words. Mm. Right. Like the main reason that I made there to be no scripted dialogue was so that it's as universal as it could be, is that regardless of who you are, um, from, from, a, from a disability lens first, and then from an international lens second, you can understand it visually from what's happening. The only person in my film that has um, dialogue is the one person who um, is deaf and is signing to camera in BSL. Um, and so to, to come to your question about it being five minutes, if I had made the film any longer, given that there's no dialogue, the, the faux pas, and I'm going to talk about it, is that Channel 4 aired the version of my film that didn't have the subtitles. So effectively, it silenced the only person um, that had any dialogue. It silenced, um, as far as I'm concerned, the whole deaf community. And I'm and I was absolutely heartbroken that that cast member also happened to be a black woman. Um, Across Disability Awareness Month as well, it's a very, very, very careless um, mistake. Yeah, it's that it's a very damaging mistake. Um, And so, not malicious. I, I I, I don't believe it was malicious, but I think the carelessness in itself speaks to. A wider conversation. You saying is it ironic that. that, like, in the time we're meant to be even probably a bit more careful with the disabled people, we still fucked up? Is that yeah. is that the kind of I, the, I think, like a I, not a sweet I, irony, but like it's ironic? I don't think it's ironic at all. I think it just speaks to how um, there's elements of this that felt a little bit like a tick box exercise. If I'm keeping it absolutely a hundred percent and if I had made a longer film, I think that there were a number of challenges that I, at this stage in my career, would not have been as equipped to deal with. Right. I think because of the very modest budget that we were given to make this film as well, meant that a lot of my team also poured love into this, but the expertise that we would have needed to overcome certain challenges of making a longer film and fighting for every minute of that film to be kept in would have meant we needed some real lions tigers and bears to be fighting in our corner um and as much as there are contacts that i had that came out to assist with certain things money talks yeah money's the one thing we didn't have right right so making a longer film i just feel like it would have been a lot more political and there would have been a lot more battles um I initially wasn't happy. I wanted it to be a longer film, but actually in hindsight, I think it's the perfect duration of time. Mm -hmm. I think it allowed people to hold their attention long enough um, and didn't water down the message in any sense of the word, I feel. um, And from the feedback that's come back from from the audiences that it's intended for. Um, But I think when you make longer form content, again, it all counts. Every second counts. And, And I think sometimes because content is king um we sometimes can be privy to making things just for the sake of making them you know it's not often that we get to make things that are actually powerful that speak to people and in those moments um i don't want to just be making any old thing just for the sake of making a 10 minute piece of content i would rather cut it down and cut out the fat um and so it actually you know does what it needs to do 
then just fill fill this duration of time until you know Gogglebox comes on. It's not that's not really <laughs> what my aim is. Do you think like this is part of the stuff that um, you know when the post production um, process happens? It's something that the consumer takes for granted because obviously we don't see the nitty and gritty of the the production and stuff like that. Like we just we're just presented with what is available to us. Oh no, absolutely. I, I was having a lengthy conversation with my mum and she was talking about um how much she appreciates her lengthy um and extensive DVD collection and the fact that like back in the day we might get like a second we used to get a second disc that's got the director's cut. Yeah, and then the, we've got the, the uncut bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. Deleted scenes. Yeah, all yeah. the deleted scenes and stuff. And she's like, Yeah, all the stuff that'd be on the cutting room floor. Okay, like, hey, is this what happens? And da, da, da. and like I grew up like ingesting this material like no one's business. Like, you know, everyone's playing out and I'm like, Yeah, I'll join you later, but I'm just, you know, watching this other scene of this Jackie Chan movie where they cut out all these extra stunts. I was the enjoying them, baby boy deleted scenes. Listen, Ah, uh, why? Why you like this man? But um, he's <laughs> on, on brand, don't he? John Singleton, shout out him. Yeah, R.I.P. Enjoy, man. Come on, man. Rest in peace. But do you it know what? the generation. Rest in peace. <laughs> Every. <laughs> no, I threw you off in it. Why you like this? <laughs> Got to find the funnies, man. Ah, yeah, we find, the find, the the funnies. Funnies. find the funnies. Find the funnies. We gotta find the funnies. Um, yeah, I've completely just forgotten what the question is at this point. Um, just saying does, does the consumer granted, take it for granted obviously not knowing what goes on behind and like you having to fight for including everything that you want to in the final piece um i want to say yes but then at the same time it's not the consumer's problem to be bogged down with whatever my fight is like you know i hear you no but it's just like from a um i don't know once you because I can imagine like dealing with the anxiety of making it and having to go through all these trials and tribulations and having to overcome certain things. But then the second phase of anxiety when it's actually released and um, you, you, you're you obviously wanting for it to be received well and you have to deal with like the criticism are, you know, we felt like we should have included this and blah, blah, blah. We have our um, what are we watching segment where we talk about things and, you know, sometimes we would look at a film or a series and, you know, have our opinions. Oh, you know, we felt like they should have put this in or put that in. And these are things that you're actually fighting for. And like, you know, just to make people that are watching have an mm. idea of like how it all comes together and what you're allowed to, or, you know, what you're afforded to kind of put into the piece um, is why I asked that question. Do you, do you know what? The, the main reason why I said I don't feel like it's, it's the consumer's responsibility be, to be bogged down by that is because you're watching this as a completely blank canvas. And even if your opinion is just to completely write something off, your opinion is still important. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important just simply because it speaks to the things that I might not have considered. And now it's my choice as to whether I allow your opinion to now consume me in terms of the next thing that I create or if I receive it and it's like, no, I'm just going to throw it away. Mm. And I think the beauty with that as well is that I know the things that I would have loved to have included in it and the things that were keeping me up at night. I felt physically sick on the day that I knew it was going to touch the TV screens because I was like, ah, this, that, and the other's wrong with it. But also I've watched this thing on repeat. I've had the conversation with editors. I've gone back and forth with the execs. Like, you know, when, when we're like, we don't have enough money for this. Is like, all right, how can we get around this? Like, um, 
the wardrobe and most of the costumes that you see in the film is genuine articles of clothing from my mum and dad. Like my mum dug out half the attic and my dad had better things in um, storage that he still wears these suits to today, man. He bought timeless pieces How big are the in suits? real time. Don't worry about that, man. Shout <laughs> out, Uncle, man. <laughs> but no, nah, he did bits. Like he really, he really came through and, and a couple other stylist brethren came through with that. You know, Naomi, Naysap. Yeah. Yeah, she came through as well. Um, she, she got a special thanks in the film. Um, you know, uh, a friend. Um, I don't want to drop names. Um, but she, she's, she's very high flying for um a, a pretty, pretty major oh, streaming it's a, it's service. A heavy name, drop it. We'll pick it nah, up. Bro. Nah, 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 nah. Because I've, I've had some interesting people in my DMs just seeing where mutuals and hit me up and like, hey, can you connect me? Not even hello. Like, it's listen, it's crazy. You Let's know? connect. So, yeah, <laughs> but yes, but yeah. I can be honest. <laughs> Do you also, I almost, okay, I'll say my perspective. Mm. I almost, res- even though I don't like it, I respect it. You know why? Because you don't care how I'm doing. You don't care how my life is going. How's my mom? What's going on? You, what, you, you, what you want is what you want. So let's get to it. Yeah. Now, I'm going to leave you unscene if I I'm feeling it. wicked, but don't do all the fake pleasantries. Is there no element of like, you have to no, respect I, that? I hear it, but at least address me by my name, innit? This just feels very what, generic. Is it yo? Was, yo a, yeah, it might as well, can, it might as well have been a Can yo, you connect like, me with the head of Channel 4? Literally, no, le- legit, but it was like, they also addressed that, the person they wanted me to connect them with, yeah. first name only, as if that's the only person with that name that I know. So oh. I had to put the dots together to actually be like, Okay, so you've got this phenomenal idea you want to pitch to this person yeah. and you expect me... You don't even know their surname. You haven't even introduced yourself properly. You haven't even given their surname, yeah. but you expect me to put my neck know. out to connect you. That don't make no sense. So anyway, I say all of that to say that, um, you know, people in that have a lot on their plate took time to help me out, whether it was reading through contracts and, you know, making sure that I was signing things that made sense or, you know, if... Just, just in areas that you wouldn't necessarily consider or things mm. late at night that that we had to do. Um, you know, Richard, shout out sneaks came uh, on a shout very last, last minute tip to to come and be studio um, uh, engineer for the vocals that we recorded across the tracks. It's a musical, um, and again, when when I when I penned the lyrics for um, the song, I didn't really think it was going to go beyond my bedroom. I pitched, I pitched to that uh, shortly after New Year's in January. Um, at right. like three o'clock in the morning, something, and um, they got back to me like a week or two weeks later to say, yeah, it was successful. We we want to move forward with your idea, and so all of that stuff and that journey is not it's not the weight of the consumer to know to care about the film. You've got four minutes and forty seven seconds to judge this piece of material. I don't now want to inform you on nine months, ten months, eleven months of journey Back on story. top of Genius that as well. Your your eyes and your ears you listen from are like and watching listen from are different. Yours is mm. going to be different level of expertise, and yours probably as well because you've got more insight to the average consumer, mm. bro. The average person watching these things hasn't got a Scooby Doo, bro. Even if they've got critique, it might be valid from them. But if if you present it to yeah, you'll be like, okay, cool, that one won't because the light like they're not going to know. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. Just take, you get what you're given, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And, and yeah, that's yeah. it for me. It's just I I want the purity of knowing that. You that has no connection to this, you that doesn't yeah. owe me a single anything, right. gave this your honest opinion. So if you come away from it and you like it, I can sleep a little bit better at night knowing that actually I made something that spoke to you in a particular Touch someone, way. Yeah. yeah. And that's some of the conversations I've been having with people. It's just like, you know, some people knew that someone worked on it. Like um, Richard, for instance, um, you know, I saw someone repost uh, their little one watching the film and, and that made me feel very full. I felt very nourished by that because it's like, 
One, you took the time to watch it at foolish o'clock at night. But two, you also allowed your child to watch it and you took something away from your personal journey because of how that person had been discriminated against for having an invisible disability. And that was all I wanted. Yeah. That was all I wanted from it is that in some way, shape or form, it's made you think about something that someone that you know and now you will consider your natural biases or prejudices towards that person or that situation going forward. Just Even if it's just... For a, for a brief moment in time, because we're people in it, we relapse. But if in that brief moment of time, you've now considered your behavior just to adjust it a little bit, then I've done my job correctly. Cool. And, and that's yeah. why I don't want to bog people down with the extraness. Yeah, I'm not sure if it is you get what you're given. <laughs> get what oh, yeah. you're given, man. Yeah. I hope you niggas that are using hey. your loved one's dis- disability badge are listening and w- you're, watching you're, the thing as well. Bro, your hardy art is crazy. As a man that lets the N-word fly from time to time, sometimes you say the N-word, it makes you so uncomfortable. I try it, bro. God. This one, this one that lets it fly. <laughs> so it is, when you say it, it's hella conviction, man. <laughs> it's like, I said it and I really the mean it. Brav, do you know what? Yeah, like, and I was watching it, yeah. Shout out to Yazzie again for this. Um, You know, random acts, unfit to work. The irony of the 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 shape bad babe telling the Donny that he's unfit to work. People shape, need to look in the mirror. Shape bad. Yeah. Crazy. Cool. Yes, I was just like to say. So yeah, moving along. Yeah, you were he, about to say. He he relapsed. That, that was a relapse. Yeah, he yeah, relapsed. that was a relapse yeah. moment. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Again, he relapsed <laughs> again. But we we know we we know we know the tone. And but that's good honest feedback. Good honest critique. That's how he feels in his heart of hearts. Like, how dare you? How dare you tell me that I'm unfit to work? Yeah. But do you know what? Even even that. So like, when I when I cast her to play that particular role, I was very very conscientious of the fact that like most of the matriarchal type characters that are on TV are they always end up playing that kind of role, and I didn't want it to be a thing where she's a very soft person by nature. To, for people to cover it because people are crazy sometimes you know some of the things i see people like write for the the tv villain they be finding their addressing sending some some real off oh, people, off are, people are weird people are, weird, people yeah. are like so that. strange sometimes yeah. and you know it's, it's not that kind of it's not that kind of thing at all like the height of power i definitely would have rushed Tariq if i saw him but at a certain point <laughs> if i saw him outside yeah. young sly tackle yeah, at a certain point, I hear it. he deserved it. I Disrespecting your dad like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a pappy. <laughs> Teach me the game, ghost. Now, people get drawn into fictional narrative in a way that's quite scary at times, yeah. but it's also really interesting and, and it's kind of phenomenal that it's like, right, if this, if this person's acting skills has made you feel all this they've kind done of emotion, then yeah. they've done their job correctly. They've it? done their job. But I was, I oh, was don't tell about outside my house, man. Slow down, man. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, that's a bit. It's a less. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit overkill. But I, I, I was very mindful of casting her in that role because it was like. I don't want anyone that might not necessarily be sitting in a healthy space in their mind to come at her in any kind of way in it, and it hasn't been that to my knowledge. So you try and cover all bases, isn't it? Listen, every when I tell you every single thing in on that screen and in that film was considered, it's not an exaggeration. Like everything was considered, but again, I've been studying my craft for a long time, and so it was it's nerve wracking to work beside so many directors mm. for seven plus years and then step into that role because it's then taking everything that you've learned in theory and putting that into practice you know um so yeah it was it was important to me and i just wanted to do it do you know you did miss though well what did i miss there was no cheeks no i didn't say that wait what? <laughs> i didn't say that but we can get to that as well mm-hmm. <laughs> so what you really missed what did i miss 
Me and Vans' acting debut. Oh, we could have played the drunk uncles in the job centre. We, we could have found something for us to do in there. Why like, do I have to be a drunk uncle, bro? She fits. <laughs> do you know what I you know think about it? If anybody, it shouldn't even really be me. Because the last time we were like together, it was me that was drunk, innit? So, yeah. I would like to say, I would, um, the next time you need a drunk uncle in the job centre, call me, I'm ready, man. Thank you, thank you for you get what you're services. given, like thank, thank you. getting where you fit in. I'd, I really appreciate. Like, we'll, we'll, obviously, we'll get to like you know the sex symbol roles, you know the Lothario stuff, uh, superhero stuff, um, the Denzel type roles. But mm. if I need to start mm. being a drunk uncle, what as an extra? That, that's listen. Fair enough, man. I'll get there in it. So you know, yeah, um, done in a second. But um, remind the people. Where they can watch this, time, etc. What is called again? Cool. Well, uh, the film has been broadcast already, but it is currently available on all four or four on demand. Um, yeah. So that's Channel Four um, for those who might be listening internationally, because I know y'all got a broad network or whatever. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Canada. Come on, big mm. up the Canadians out there. Um, you can access a VPN, um, or alternatively, you can watch it on. Um, Random acts, so Channel Four, um, random. That's Romeo, Alpha, November, Delta, Oscar, uh, Mother, acts, um, and then type in Unfit to Work, and it's available on the YouTube as well. Um, yeah, do you know what? Run up the views for me actually, because um, the the correct version has been replaced across Four uh, OD and on YouTube, so all the views have been reset. Yeah, oh. so I watched it three times today. Um, just, just leave it on loop, man. Yeah, no, man. And, um, you know, like listening to my people's BVs and that in the back. Yes, yes. <laughs> Big shout, so, Dahlia. Yeah, man. You know, Adana and um, Sinead, they, they smashed it. The, the last minute heroes, honestly. Yeah. A lot of love was poured into this film. Yeah. We're proud of you, man. So, thank you. More yeah, super proud. Album. Keep on keeping up, as they would thank say. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know we, we ain't got, we've we got to wrap. There's some stuff I wanted to get into. I know we can. We can tie that over next week. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I'm happy you came down. Um, Love. At. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. At Yazzy Presents. So that's Y-A-Z-Z-Y-P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. I have to think about that. I'm tired now. Mm. <laughs> um, it's the same across Instagram and Twitter. So, yeah, man, hit me. And if you're going to slide in her DM, at least ask her how her day is going. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's Can I buy your coffee? Around. Something, you know. Greet yeah. at least. Yeah, like greet you at least. Greet on entry. <laughs> greet. <laughs> yeah, greet me. Frustrates. <laughs> 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 manners and respect, innit? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Man- manners and respect, innit? We so, love that. Um, good to see you guys. Same. My people. Love, love so. Love. Yeah, man. We had a nice look. Shouts out before we go. Shouts out Room 187. Yes. Shouts out Room 187. So much fun. Big Brothers came out. It was uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I'm re- so sad. I missed in. Sunday. I was there Saturday. Baby girl, give my world, my, my everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna give. memories. I'm a ride. Sorry. Excited. Oh yeah, you sent me the a picture, no? Yeah. Sorry. I hadn't even seen that. It's just me, just like. If you want to see Chrissy <laughs> in uh in, in the flesh, mm. you know, holding it down. Come room room 187. Yeah. She was she was doing her thing out there, innit? So yeah. shout out to people that we saw as well that listened to the podcast, came solo and yes, stuff. Yes. You know. Shout out to all the listeners. Yeah. Um and yeah, Mandem, man. yeah. what I'm gonna say is you're missing out. Oh, uh, the yeah, ratio, I, the ratio. I, yeah, no, Insane. I I I wouldn't coaster on that. Cause on Saturday, even as intimate as it was, I said, no, nah, I, I don't think guys know 
Do you know what I'm saying? Now we said this yet. Yeah, it's going it's to ruin the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much men in the building. <laughs> but like, at least if the men are going to show up, participate. Yeah, no, yeah, vibes only. Otherwise, I don't know the girl's name, but she was wearing pink. She got on stage. What song were they? I can't remember what song she was singing, but she was even had the dance moves from the video. Like, she was fully involved. Like, like, was it that B2K? It might, was it bump, bump, yeah. yeah. She weren't playing no games. Like, hella confidence in it. So. Was that the dance routines? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was you? But she was doing her own thing. Don't do that. Be good vibes. I saw the Cisco lot doing the phone song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they done the, the choreography. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And what so, shout out to them. Yeah. I was supporting. We was by the bar holding it down. Yeah, but yeah. it didn't seem like the dance routine from the video. That's why I just wanted to say that. Okay, maybe I was yeah. incorrect, but she was dancing her ass off up there. She was. Yeah, is that a good clean She up? was good. dancing. Yeah, good, good enough. <laughs> he has his smile for us, man. <laughs> she was killing me. Why are you we, for the we, no, 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 we've had Yazzie life. and she's been there for hours. Mm. <laughs> it's home time. This Shouts to the um to to the listener that I bumped to bumped into at Bella Show last week. Got me that tequila, that Don Julio. People buying Don Julio. Mm. No one's ever bought me Don Julio. What's going on? He said he fucked with the podcast, bro. Yeah. He said it's part of his routine. It's week oh, every week. And when you see me out, bro, I need a double Hennessy. Nah, you're doing too much. <laughs> People buying you Don Julio. What's going on? Here? I went. I didn't ask. Okay. Oh, is it because I'm? Uh, can I watch an ox? I walk with the spirit of humbleness. Yes, time, yeah? girls are fighting. Yeah. You guys know what to do. Use the hashtag, which is off the cuff pod. Yes, on absolutely everything. Get involved in the conversation. And um, let us know your thoughts. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.